road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey guys, this is Gabe for our newest sponsor. And this one I'm very fond of because I came up with it. This has been a passion project of mine. Yep, it's an energy drink. Sure, there's a lot of energy drinks out there that taste great. But there's one problem. What is in them? Nobody knows. They're not good for you. Well, that's not a problem with my new energy drink because I make it right in my own garage. And you can come over and help. We are 100% transparent about our process. This is how it works. We have an elevated, graded steel platform that you just come over and walk your animal right on top of. Pull the lever and say goodbye and watch a 2,000 pounds of hydraulic pressure come down and humanely eliminate that animal and unleash proteins, vitamins, minerals, all that good stuff that you need to get through your day. Where does it go? It drops into a series of gutters beneath that you get to watch run down and end in a one-gallon mason jar. We fill it to the top. I call it dog juice. Dog juice. Man's best friend. Man's best energy drink. Get over here, you mutt guzzlers. This is totally unfiltered, 100% organic, cage-free, and the most humane way, really, to end their life. Dog juice. It's the most loyal energy drink on the market and the only energy drink that has all that good stuff for you to have the energy of a Labrador to take on your day. Come down and get a glass today. Hey, guys. Welcome to Profession Confession. I'm your host, Gabe Noah. Thank you so much for checking us out this week's episode. We have a doula, which I didn't even know what that was until pretty much this podcast, but a doula is someone who is present during childbirth. It's someone that um, women who have shitty husbands hire and to uh, be the husband that they are not man enough to do. That's just my take. No, I, uh, our doula was Angie, and she really, uh, this is a very fun podcast. I know to some guys this might not be a super interesting uh, topic, but we really had a fucking blast. I think it's really funny and interesting. And uh, this has the, my full 16 diamond endorsement. Um, I do want to address there's a couple things. It gets a little contentious or sounds contentious at times. And maybe it even was for a little bits. But it was always said with a smile. And if she sounds a little man hater or I sound a little woman hater, I think we're just representing our side of the tribes and... Um, amplifying that part of our personality, but we were both smiling and having fun, and I really enjoyed her being on the podcast, and I'm trying to um, possibly use her in my upcoming childbirth. So I, I, I really, really did enjoy having her on, and I really like her personally as well. So um, check her out. Our co-host is Colleen Justice from Episode 3. Obviously, she has plenty to say on this subject, and she was great. She is going to be performing at one of my best friends in comedy shows. Chris Maddock is performing um, and recording his album for stand-up records. They're also filming it at Hook and Ladder in Minneapolis this Friday, January 19th. 
So if you're in the Minneapolis area, God damn it, come check that show out. Two shows. I will be there. Um, I'm going to be doing some ushering and uh, helping gather the trash after you leave. And uh, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you so much for sharing. We're growing like crazy. We have a new studio, all kinds of exciting things. And we're so appreciative. Please, uh, people who are asking questions on Facebook and Twitter, keep doing that. And if you haven't done it, God damn it, do it. We're having a fun time, and uh, the shows are getting better, and we have better guests, and I'm really excited. So thank you to all of you. Um, Good night. Enjoy the show, I mean, and good day. Bye. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. If you can't... Take a woman at their crazy. Why can't you remember that saying? What is it? <laughs> if you can't take a woman at her crazy, you don't works, deserve her at her She best. works with crazy broads exclusively. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our guest as a doula, Angie the doula, or whatever we use. Um, and then our co-host is the great comedian, comedian. Comedian. Yep. Colleen Justice. You can say hello. Hi. Oh, hello. I clapped yep. myself. No, that helps. Uh, bad start here, but uh, we have good things Isn't in it store. All perspective. This could be a great start. I don't know what the uh, hell's happened in good. past shows, right. so maybe this is amazing. Right. Uh, what? <laughs> this is really high pressure for me. Yeah, I know. What? Um, what's a doula? So, a doula. It comes from a Greek word that means to serve. Like, doulos means to serve. This could actually all be bullshit, but this is what I was told when mm-hmm. I trained. So everybody repeats this bullshit. And doula is the female, so it really means, like, female servant. Oh. I thought it meant uh, rich hippie servant. No, and do I smell like patchouli? Because I didn't wear any. I did wear naked lady earrings, though, just to fill one stereotype. Are, so are you, There are actual naked ladies on my earrings. That is my distant stereotype of mm-hmm. doulas, that it's, like, a very new-agey kind of thing. And Colleen and I talked before this, and we were both kind of agreeing that even just in five years or something, it seems like it's way more common Mainstream. now. Mainstream. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I kind of, when people are talking to me about what I do and what kind of doula I am, I ask, do you want to know where I am on the unicorn scale? Okay. Where are you like, on the unicorn scale? <clears throat> I like unicorns, but I lean more towards practical. But I also get it if someone's like... You know, I want to bring crystals to my birth. I don't think they hire me. You do me, get though. that? Yeah, I haven't had, I haven't had that. But um, I, I don't scoff at it. I feel yeah. like what you do at your birth is your own choice. And who am I to judge that? But a big part of my job is to not bring that judgment. Of course. Which is really damn hard to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna of course. say you've got to have some weird stuff. I am, because truth be told, I'm a really fucking judgy person. Yeah. <laughs> In real life. Who isn't? <clears throat> Thank they're not you. In the yeah. most judgy, right. Yeah. Um, and so what my job is in a nutshell is that I provide emotional and physical support through the whole process of birth. So education beforehand, I'm not your childbirth education, but I will fill in the blanks and help you understand that, no, you don't just have to go to hospital get an epidural and have a baby. You can if that's what you want to do, but what's the best hospital for you? And have it at home. Have it. We have more birth options in Minnesota than almost anywhere, and Minneapolis has more doulas per capita than anywhere in the world. Really? Well, yeah. So I know you knew that already. I believe I just yeah. thought I would I believe that. <laughs> I would think Portland might give us a run. No, but. Seattle is where it kind of started, and we overtook them recently. Okay. What type of... So you see a lot of... <laughs> 
I don't know how how inappropriate I can be with you, don't use but the you C just word. know I'm joking. I yeah. wouldn't say the C word. <laughs> but I was going to say you probably see a lot of hairy bushes. I, you know what? I, I actually have to say I prefer to see that because if a woman sure. took the time to go get waxed, <laughs> that's some fucked up that's shit. That's a wonderful this point. This is not what you're worrying about. Right. Bec- and I do, I'll have people that'll in an interview say, like, so you're going to see me naked? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to remember what you look like at all. Oh, I bet there's I a couple that, that have stuck with you, though. I don't know if there's anybody, like, no one's been vajazzled. Okay. Which I, I actually would welcome that. <laughs> I think it would be entertaining. Flare. Or, like, if, like, glitter the popped ba- out as the baby came out. out. Glitter on it. Yeah, I feel like that could be a hazard in the eyes or something. Yeah. But It is, as, as someone, um, you know, Colleen obviously has much more experience with it than me. She's a real baby factory over here. Yeah. But I've had one, and just in my experience, it is... Uh, it is something normally that I, in the past, would have been cynical about, mm. and now I'm I'm quite even open more to cynical it, to where about? I even no no no. Now I I would, um, I would advocate my wife to hire a doula because if I could hire someone to absorb the emotion and her rage into you before it gets to me, that would be worth thousands. I make partners look really good. Yes. And I t- I often at interviews. People will tell me I'm actually hiring you for them more than for me. Yeah, I'm like I totally get that. And and I'll say as a guy, and I said it to Colleen when we did our little gossip about you, is that just as a guy, you cannot understand. You're not even close, Nor and you, you feel try. ridiculous. Right? You feel ridiculous there. Yeah. And with uh, with my wife, uh, her biggest fear was to do C-section. The baby was Frank Breach, was like upside down, fold up like a lawn chair, and. Uh, that is just, the technical medical term. I think so. <laughs> chair. And she just, I mean, melted down. Mm-hmm. And I was so grateful that the lady nurses just rushed past me and, like, pushed me out of the way and started tending to her because I was lost. Hold on. I just need to check my calendar and see if it's 1956 because you said the lady nurses. We're just being clear mm-hmm. that they were all ladies. They were all ladies. <laughs> yeah, but they were all we need, nurses. There was one <laughs> we need feminine to differentiate guy, but, yeah. that they were the lady nurses. Yeah. No, they were. <laughs> I um, love it. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. What did you, Colleen, did you yeah. do anything of this sort? No, because I had, my first was breach and mm-hmm. there was health issues going on. So it was not, it was a very atypical. So I had a scheduled day, went in, had a C-section. But then my second one was, they were only 16 months apart and I was going to try to do a V-back, yep. which is a vaginal. That's birth, what my wife's trying to do. Delivery. Right. What happened was I ended up, they ended up scheduling a C-section, and I can't remember now, it's been so long, she's going to be 16 next week. But they ended up, um, that morning I started having contractions, but I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this now. And thank goodness, because when they opened me up, my uterus was so thin because the two oh, were the so close. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that I probably would have ended up either rupturing mm-hmm. or having to have an emergency. So all four of mine were C-sections. Yeah. And I love them. I'm sorry. I'm sure doulas <laughs> hate hearing that. But no. I'm telling you, it's like, for me, in, out, I barf for about three hours after, mm-hmm. which is horrible. But oh, You keep your uterus so thin. Do they give you <laughs> emesis bags? Thinnest, it's the thinnest part about <laughs> me. Um, what's that? Do they give you emesis bags to throw up in? Oh, and the little, tr- little oh, kidney-shaped trays. Oh, that's even worse. That's where I've held that a tray. pillow over my... Mm-hmm. So I've held that tray for women. Mm-hmm. I once was, for Christmas, given a box full of emesis bags. 
I don't even know what that is. The vomit bags that oh. extend. Oh, they like a little. Mm-hmm. Oh, too. Oh, you mean just a condom? It looks like a condom. Yeah. Well, if you're Have lucky. You ever puked into a condom? <laughs> it's like an arm condom. Let's not give yourself college, that much yeah. credit. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't give myself that much credit in that department. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a grower. Um, that's all I think when my son gazes up at my little oh God, penis. Yes. When I like, come in the. I just think, I hope he sees what? mine. Wait, I don't know. What, what is the scenario? Oh, come on. It just. When you're. A, they wander in. Sometimes I'll take a shower and I'll just look over to the mm-hmm. right, and it's like the shining, like he's standing in there, just staring at the yep. shower door. Yeah, next time you tell the story, make sure you have the context because yeah, otherwise exactly. it just sounds like. I think you should think open is... the episode with you talking about your limp penis. I think that should preface That's how he it all. does every episode. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> so, would you say still, with the more popularity, yep. that it's still sort of? Whatever, liberal types who hire you, or is it no, across the board? No, it's kind of interesting. Type A's, more often than not, is what who hire really? the people. Yeah, because what can you control in the situation? Mo- the way that our, I mean, I'm not going to go on a tangent about our healthcare industry because yeah. it sucks balls big time. It's horrible, and we don't care about women because we're run by a, a bloated misogynist. But he, not just because of that. You know, not. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Women are dying, and tra- do you know that we have the worst maternal? And fetal outcomes of any developed nation, specifically black women, are dying three times more likely than white women in America. I did not know that, And actually. rural women are dying very quickly. We have the worst maternal fetal why outcomes is that? in the U.S. But why is that? Because, because of you our, got, I think it is, from what I've heard, and just correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. is that they not all countries gauge things the same. So we're on. But we're, we're talking about uh, in developed nations. Of developed nations, we are the bottom. The very bottom. Like I could give How you a list of yeah, a lot. I mean, list. a lot. It's no. it's insane. No, I'm some joking. of these. I mean, I'm talking like India does better than us in many of their states. In Indian, they're pieces of shit. Yes, that's no. what I've heard. Shitholes. Yeah, it's shit it's holes. ridiculous. Right. But we take care of their shitholes. They right. they take care of their shitholes better than we do here. And so, I think a big part of that is that we don't talk about it. This is a taboo subject. And so, if after you give birth you're bleeding longer or you're in pain, we don't. Who can you go and say, hey? My lady bits don't feel right. That's what I'm there for. So you yeah. can call your doula and say, oh, my God, is it normal that I feel this way? Is it normal that I'm still having pain? And and hopefully you get good follow-up care, but are you are, are you an RN then? Were I you, am not. I have so, zero medical training. Okay, so you just, other than you just on have the a big job. ego? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a lot of training in lactation, um, and that's something that I feel really passionate about. But as far as becoming a doula, it's a weekend training. How did you get into it? Um, so when I had my first, who's now 14, I don't remember, somebody said you should have a doula. I don't remember who, and I wish I did, because that would be such a better story than this. I should make something up. Um, but my doula, we were her first birth. We sat down, we interviewed two women, and they were like eager, like out the gate ready. And one of them, you could feel like she wanted like a hunter to be at our birth. And I was like, no, I don't want that person there. Mm -hmm. And so we hired the other one and she magically has been at all four of our births, which is amazing. Um, anyways, after he, my oldest was born, I was like, well, that was kind of cool. And I didn't really notice what she did because I was in labor land. But my spouse was like, that was amazing. I'm so glad that she was there. And it just sort of sat in the back of my head. I've always loved, like, the only thing I can remember ever wanting to be was a mom. Yeah. So I always joke that my priorities were really low. <laughs> the bar was low. Yeah. But for, it's not funny because I also had infertility issues. So, like, yeah. it, I had to work for that. Anyways, after my second was born, I'd become a realtor in there because naturally, if you're going to go into birth work, you should sell houses. And um, I, after my second was born, I just kept talking about it and talking about it. And my mom, 
was like, why don't you just do this? And so for my birthday, she bought me the training and watched my kids and... How much is it for the training? It's like under $1,000. It is. I actually okay. don't know what it is currently because that was 12 years ago. Can I ask what ago? does that do? Is it, is it a well-paying job? Yeah. I would say so on average in the Twin Cities for a birth, you're going to pay. You can find somebody who will do it for like five 600 starting, but you could pay up to $1,500. And how many hours goes into that, let's say, $1,000? That is the magical question. Okay. So... Like, why do, do you mean why do doulas charge what they do? Nope, nope, not at all. I'm just wondering how much work you're doing. that seems to be arbitrary bullshit, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I would think so. I would think <laughs> it would depend on the person. Me. Well, and a new thing now is is women, uh, are, I'm sorry, doulas are being trained and taught that we should char- charge an hourly, which we know that a watched pot doesn't boil. Mm-hmm. So if a woman is in labor knowing like, oh, God, I better push this baby out or I have to pay my doula more, that's just completely right. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I would like to be on record stating that I think that's bullshit right. and no one should be charging that. Are you contra- Are you independent or do you work under totally a... Totally independent, but I am part of uh, a network of birth professionals in the Twin Cities. Um, that's pretty big. It's the biggest one that I know of. We might be the biggest one in, in the country just because there's quite a few. I was on the board for several years and now I'm a legacy member because I've done my time. How, Which sounds how like long? Prison. Um, so I was on the board. I've, I've been doing this for 11 years. Okay. How many births at a time can you handle? Uh, the most I did was five in two weeks. That was five a lot. in two weeks. So wow. you made five so. grand at least in two <laughs> weeks. At the time, I was charging less. So. So did you move from? So okay. So how many are the most that you will take on now? Where do you limit yourself? It totally depends. So I about two years ago took on a partner. She started as a mentor, and then I realized she's really awesome, and I want her with me a lot. So we take clients together, and um, that way we usually go to everything together. But sometimes I'll be like, you go. I'll meet you there in a little while. And yeah. So I feel more comfortable taking more when she's involved. Um, my average is four a month, I would say. Wow. But it really depends on the month. And, and then I also do postpartum do work. You just, like, doula around? No. Well, <laughs> well, no, because I also am a realtor, so... Because when do you buy work. a house? When do you buy a house? Right. After when you, you have, you have a, baby. a baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're brilliant. You're just like Donald yeah. Trump. <laughs> like you're a I'm going to stop business. right now unless you retract <laughs> that last statement. You're a brilliant <laughs> business person. But look at my hands. They're average no, sized. They really are. I am, though, a stable genius. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I feel like a stable genius. So you are a fucking stable genius. <laughs> that really, that's a brilliant thing. That wasn't planned. There is one other realtor slash doula so if you think you figured out who i am you're probably wrong except for she's not funny 50 so. 50 shot <laughs> yeah she just became a realtor the that year. i am trying to become a realtor well, and i, I can't tell you pass no i've already taken all the classes and i have to take those tests. i failed it already how many times too? i failed it once yeah see i passed once right away and then four four times it's not. Four. I will tell you this. I'll be totally Sorry. blunt. None of the shit that's on the test you will ever I know. come across ever. Well, now I have to go. This week I have to go back. She in. won't come across Maybe. any of it because she's not passing the fucking test. <laughs> it, is, it was embarrassing. Every time I got back, my kids are like, "Did you pass, mom?" Oh my god! And I, I lose footing. I can't yell at them anymore about their yeah. grades. I, yeah. I was like, "That's humiliating." <laughs> you know what though? You'll if if it's meant to be, you'll figure it out. Where do you want? Where do you want to work? Where I do don't. Do? I'm just trying to pass the test now. Okay, then talk to me when you're done, because okay. I, I can help you through. I wish I knew what I was doing, but I don't. That'd, that'd be like doula. That'd be like you your, should become a doula. I, well, you know what? I'm so grossed <laughs> out by birth, but I'm like, what does it pay? <laughs> I might be able to power through some gross vaginas for that. I don't know. It's, you know what's so funny? The vagina power part of it. Power through some gross vaginas. <laughs> sounds like me in college. I was say, sounds like a Saturday <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> 
It's really, it's so funny how very little I actually am, am involved at what I think a lot of partners refer to as the business end. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love when I'm sitting with a family and he's like, uh, I'm just going to stay up top and you can be by the business end. Nice. I'm like, oh, so did you, were you involved in the insemination process or yeah. like, did you avoid that at all costs prior? It's yeah. just funny how scared oh. of yeah. it we are. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of it and I have one. <laughs> I honestly, before I had my kids, yeah. I wouldn't watch a single video. Oh. I didn't want to see what it was going to look like as it was being torn apart by a child coming out of it. I didn't want any visuals. Kids are not born with machetes I, in their hands. No, they're just. <laughs> no, they're born with like feet for, stretched out. <laughs> Edward yeah. Scissorhands Absolutely. coming out. No, I just didn't want to. Same thing with the C-section. Yeah. I never watched one. Oh, I love it. Because I didn't want to be laid there strapped to a table imagining, oh, they've just taken out my uterus and put it on a table next to me. They don't take it and put it on a table. They put it on your abdomen. I don't care. It's amazing. I'm sure. And and I love watching C-sections, and they, like, stitch it up. It's beautiful and pink and shiny. And one time I got to see after a a C-section, it was a client I've worked with multiple times. She also got her tubes tied, Mm -hmm. and the OB was awesome. And I was like, can I see the ovaries? And he took it out and showed me. It was do they Gorgeous. double knot those? They do. They usually. I, it's like it's a back and shit. forth knot. I could hear him like saying in his head, over, yeah. around. Chase the rabbit through, through the mm-hmm. hole. Yeah. But it was like, I honestly, I turned to my client and I was like, is your baby good? Because I want to watch your uterus. And she was like, go to town. Oh. It's really, it's. I uh, love it. My, my wife had the C-section and, and I didn't know because they cut through. So I just thought Muscles it was like a fashion. little. It's down farther. It's way <laughs> you haven't like seen your. Have you not seen your wife since yes, you had a he's baby? He's gesturing at nipple level, but it's actually more the like table groin is here. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah, and I just I didn't realize because my wife is very thin. Mm-hmm. But when you cut through her, you realize that there's a lot of fat in there. Do you uh, want to edit that out right now? Do you like to edit this out? No, I'm joking. What I did want to say, though, is that to see the layers of flesh and how, like, it's so much more invasive. And I think I told you that I've become, uh, whatever, the most backwards feminist toward, like, you go through the labor and we're doing that thing where I'm walking her around the room and she gets a contraction, like, and her legs give out, you know, but, like, I'm. They're offering her drugs, and she's like, "No, no drugs. I don't want to do them." And I'm just like, "Please take the drugs, yeah. please." You but I knew not to say that. <laughs> no, I knew not to say that. That was the thing. But in my head, I was yeah. just trying to transmit to her, and it's just, uh, women are tougher than men, and it's oh, not I even close. Oh, I think we could say that. 25 more times because I will tell you now you want to fucking fight about it. I will take you we'll down. See how tough you are. I will out. take you down. Um, I. I definitely am a feminist, have always been very pro-gender equality and very, um, I don't like gender stereotypes, gender norm, any of that shit. And I will tell you that (laughs) it is fun, (laughs) but I will tell you that women are absolutely badass and male partners are not that great at supporting. Female partners are pretty amazing. And I have also um, I have also supported transgender people as well. I mean, it's kind of amazing. So now we're we're actually swaying towards using the term birthing person instead of mother. Sure. Which certain doulas are like, I will not call them that. And and one one doula who I love, who's been around for a long, long time, 
was like, I'm not going to stop using the word mother. I'm like, no one's telling you you have to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just if they say, please call me something else. Sure. It's like saying, you know, my name's I just call Mark, gay. but I'm going to call yeah. you Dave. And you're like, no, that's not right. my name. So. Although it would be hard if you went to school with them and you knew their name was Gary. You'd be like, yeah, fuck you, Gary. Yeah. I know you're Gary. <laughs> whatever, Gary. Yeah, you're not going to be you Spike push. or whatever. Push. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I believe me, I, I get your point. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm playing. You, you have to understand in this podcast, I've been forced into the role by my own psyche to be a an misogynist. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Go for it. And even though it's not. Yeah, just for this podcast. He's a just for this. Oh, uh-huh. fucking <laughs> Do you, you have a daughter at home? Is that what you have at home? One coming. Oh, mm-hmm. great. I'm trying to toughen her up already. <laughs> I am joking. Just for, you know. Uh-huh. I mean some of it. So I, I will say, though, that it is interesting. I really do think that this work is feminist work because misogyny is alive and well in birth. And the only reason women give birth on their backs is because when men entered obstetrics, it was easier for them to see. That is sure. literally why we started giving but birth But that's why, why a mechanic puts a car up on a lift. Yeah, except for the, mechan- the car <laughs> doesn't have rights and is a human. But oh, is it you know, easier it, to give birth standing up or on yes, your stomach? Yes, absolutely. It's easier to give birth standing I've up with gravity. That. Yes. Yeah, yeah I've, and it's almost uh, the same thing um, with the, the squatty potty for pooping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's the whole concept. I it find is very that much sexist. So. It is. <laughs> you know, you can just use two cups. Up. We've been told we had to keep our feet on the ground. No, you can just shouldn't. use two cups, too. And then you yeah. not, not ever use those cups again. No, they're like the bath cups. I'm, I'm going to be on record you saying that we have cups? two cups. No, no, no. no. Yeah. We use two them in the bath. <laughs> two of them. And I just turn you them up and the put my feet on them. Yeah, I, got I do them. not shit in the cups. Two big gulps in the bathroom. Oh, no, it's only one cup. Down. No, they have to be the same height because you would hate to have your colon right. kinked. I do that thing where I where where I tie a pop can to some strings that I put on my feet and I just walk around with them so I have a squatty potty on me at all times. That's good. No one that actually explains a lot. Uh. <laughs> it's amazing anyone bred with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Are you really mad at me now, or because I am joking? No. Okay. <laughs> we don't know each other that well. It's like really hard to oh offend me. Okay. But why don't you try? So no, I don't, I don't have any desire to do that. Um, but I do. But I do. I have to talk on behalf of the cynical males who who yeah. listen to this. Yeah. You know, if please it's, do. Otherwise, it, this turns into an like NPR type segment where we all go. Yeah. And then that is just so beautiful <laughs> what you guys do, and you see this miracle mm-hmm. every day. And you, you, you know, know, a lot of doulas and midwives do knit. Right. <laughs> I don't knit, so there. That tells you I'm not there on the unicorn scale. Right. Although I, um, I do know how. I don't even know what the unicorn scale oh, is. That's how fucking manly I am. But but I'm that in touch that I do a doula podcast because it good. is interesting. Good. So how about a little fucking credit, ladies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're lucky we it's let being you vote. Handed now you're fucking, you. no. <laughs> Only within the last 80 years, really. Mm-hmm. Well, well, who's coming up on 100? But who's well, hey, yeah, way to, way to walk that one off. <laughs> um, don't let it keep you down. What? Okay, money we talked about. How many doulas do you think, you know, like in this metropolitan area, to give me a sense, how many do you think there are? Oh, that's a good question, because mostly what I know are the ones within my organization, and there's, well, like 200 in that, but I would say there's probably upwards of 500 to 1,000 within the metro area. And here's the thing. It's an unregulated term. So you could leave here knowing this and call yourself a doula. 
I don't know that you'd get hired, and you should use the term doodla then. Doodla. That or doula. Sounds sexist. Like gender, and gender-oriented, though. Doodla. Yeah. No, but really, I th- it's like this weird thing because I do think a lot of people assume that I am an RN and that I have some training, and, and it's funny because it's not like I don't have training, but I don't. I did not go to medical school, but you do learn a lot. Watching, okay. and so there is this part of me that's like, I could do a C-section. Sure. I mean, I, I couldn't. To be clear, as your doula, I will not cut into has your there abdomen. Ever been, has there ever been a situation where something's kind of going wrong, and someone looks at you and go like, "Well, you're gonna fucking do something"? <laughs> no, but it is nice because when you when you do this for as long as I have, you get a rapport with various providers and nurses, and they do consult. And quite frankly, if I have to sell myself in any way which sounds like I'm heading into describing when I was a hooker, which I'm not. Um, it's that I think that the way I describe it to people in interviews is that your midwife or your OB gets to see a, a Polaroid of you, and I get to see a panoramic. So we've met ahead of time, and I've heard like what your, what your fears and your hopes and dreams are. I've learned about your family dynamic. Maybe you're facing divorce. Maybe you, whatever it might be. I worked with one family who the partner was an alcoholic and she's like, I don't even know if he'll be sober enough to be here. And I was like, okay, great. So I know those things, but your nurse doesn't. And so if they're smart, they know to ask me like, what's going on here? Why do you think she's reacting this way or whatever? Do you have... So I know just from when I went in, they want birth plans. Are you People do birth plans. Do they... Are you guys... If it's in a hospital, you guys both doing the same? Do you have your own thing that they fill out? Or oh, good question. Well, we call them birth preferences. Birth preferences, okay. <laughs> because a plan, it, it sounds sound really exact. like this is how yeah. I'm gonna have it, and that's really important to me. I mean, the as cheesy as it is, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. It's very true. So I don't ever go in, even if I know I'm in a hospital that does not like doulas, I walk in there like Molly Sunshine, like this is, hi guys, I'm here. Because I have to be invited back. Why wouldn't they like it? Because I think... In the fucking way. Yeah, I think some people are threatened by us. It's really interesting, like if you were to make a totem, like a little chart of who the most important person in the room is, I'm at the bottom. all the time. All the time. I'm at the bottom, but in the terms of the family, Family, I'm at the top. I'm the person they trust the most. I'm the person that they've talked to the most. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting, like in terms of dynamics, do like you, finding your place in that space. Do you think that's because, and this is just me totally projecting, mm-hmm. I throwing something out. Do you think, and please take the beer bottle out of your mouth when you speak next time. Um, <laughs> I will, I, like priorities. Uh, priorities. I hope that, yeah. Um, do you think that is possible? That some or a great quantity of early doulas were maybe self-important or over, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I meet them all the time, and I will, I will go on record saying this, that I think there are a lot of people well-meaning. It's, okay, there's this expression that is so true. I was the best parent I'll ever be until I had kids. I mean, I was that person who was a nanny who was uh, like, oh, my God, these people are fucking their kids up. If only you do this. If all, and then you have them, and you're like, oh, shit. I mean, I will, I, this was really interesting. In, in my doula training... They have to have us practice different things on people. And, like, one of the things we learn is, like, the hip squeeze, where we literally yeah, push I on each that. other's hips. Well, it's real different when you're doing it on somebody who's 125 pounds and not pregnant when you're doing it on someone who's 200 pounds and pregnant and that relaxin sets in, which is a hormone your body produces, and her hips just melt like butter. Oh. And you're like, oh, very different. And she's moaning and moving. Ooh. So it's real Ooh. different. Yeah, I can see that yeah. that got you excited. So mm-hmm. let's not discuss. <laughs> no, it's re- it's really unique. Like how I do think that some doulas think this is a great way to make money. This will be easy. And honestly, we weed them out real quick. Like, 
Okay. You know, that first year. What's the hardest tell. part of being a doula? Like why? Being you know, on call all what the leads time. them out? Hands okay. down. Being on call all the time. I mean, my phone is out right now because it has to be. Right. Um, and I think the follow-up, like understanding that it's not just about being there for the birth, but if they call and say, I'm having trouble breastfeeding or, or this shit's hard. Yeah. You want someone that's going to be like, yeah, I know. It's yeah. really awful. It's the hardest thing you'll, ever, you'll do. ever And And I think ours was smooth. You yeah. Know, it wasn't even that. Oh, even the, even the easiest of what it is. I also taught a parents group for eight years and I, I love that. It was like this. It was, it was parenting confessional, quite yeah. frankly, Yeah. for eight years. And it was the safe space where, you know, moms came and they were like, I kind of resent my baby or my partner. And I was like, yeah, tell me about it. So I think nobody, we don't have that space set up in our society to be honest about it. Oh, I hear kid women all the time. We just had a, a, a comics that had a, a barbecue and there was another comic that had a baby and she's like, Oh, the little baby is in the car seat. Oh, they're just little, little asshole. I'm just kidding. I love being a mother. They can't just yeah. say it yeah. without having to go, oh, no, no, really. But I love being a mother. It's the best thing that ever happened to uh-huh. me. I was getting my hair done walking out. This lady was bitching about her high school kid. She was like, but I love, she's a great kid. She's everyone's afraid to be yeah. honest about how horrible they are. And from the beginning, to be clear, I've called my kids assholes and and my parents were like, you can't call your kids assholes. I was like, to be clear, I'm the only one who can. Yeah. You can't call my kids assholes, right. but I know them. They are assholes. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the biggest like, challenge of being a parent is not raising assholes. Yeah. And that's what keeps me For up sure. at night. <laughs> You're not special. You're special oh, to us. Can I just, right? All right. Like I'm going to say this. Please do. At Costco. Since we're talking about asshole kids, in the, the line, Costco produces. No, there's this. this it was, it was, they had a little sample cup, and it was about like a two and a half year old, maybe. And she she must have taken the sample cup from him, and he started freaking out. She goes, "Well, you said you were done. You <laughs> said you were what? What's going on?" And then he hears her talking like this, and he flops to the ground. And I'm at this point going, "Walk away! Just walk away! <laughs> walk! Leave him Don't there! Don't give him away. your power." This is, I couldn't have hated her anymore. Here I am judging. I couldn't have been more annoyed because she was already going. Well, he's yelling at her, and she's like, "Well, I thought you said you did. You were done." So she is what she says. Word for word, I wish I was making this up. She goes, "Well, I'm sorry we're misunderstanding each oh, other. Fuck. That mu- wait, no, it gets better. That must be very frustrating for you." Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, "I, I gotta change lanes. I'm gonna go into that longer lane because yeah. I can't look this woman in the. You are raising the biggest jerk. Yeah, ever. We are the first generation oh. that it's like we call." Our kids, buddy, as the primary thing. Hey, oh, buddy. buddy, be my oh, friend. Jeez, buddy. buddy, what's the matter, buddy? Buddy, don't play with matches, buddy. Don't hit your sister, buddy. You're not raising it's a hard, friend. though, because I have to say, and like I already prefaced, I am a super judgmental person. But I will say, parenting judgment, and I, I've tried to distance myself from that because you just have no fucking idea. She may have been fired. 20 minutes before going into the shithole that is Costco. If you want to talk shithole, that's Costco. She got fired as a parent. Right. Who knows what it was? But and I'm not excusing her behavior, <laughs> but there have been so many situations where, like, I've witnessed parenting where I'm just like, what is that? And I walk away, and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on in their lives, and I just, like, send this, like, please let that not be how you always parent. I do that, well, but I yeah. do that with driving. Yeah. But oh, I, I, don't. I, with, with, I think with... Um, Right, and what I what I do more than what has happened, I always think maybe there is something with the child. So maybe yeah. they're on oh, the yeah. spectrum. So that's where I was like, maybe that's what she's dealing with. Yeah. So I didn't want to get too, but I'm like, if those words ever uttered, 
uh, through. Uh, oh, I know. I just yeah. was like. Entitlement. Oh. We are in the age of entitlement. Yeah. You're okay. leading the charge. Anyway. Do you want to no. hear about the craziest Yes, birth? I do. That's exactly what I was like. Let's, let's Unless Colleen has something else off topic she'd like to get out for. <laughs> I'm, I'm itching. Probably. Sorry. I'm just itching behind my ear. I'll get notes later. Okay, so so this is a weird field because you get trained and then you're like, how am I going to find clients? How do you? Yeah. And and most of the time you need experience to find clients. And so it's like this ridiculous cycle of like, I'm sure, many jobs. So um, the very first time that I was ever hired, I was at, so this organization that I'm a part of, we put on events every week for parents to come to and meet birth professionals if they want. And I was literally the last person standing in the room and this very sheepish couple like came up to me because it was just me. That was it. And so they hired me and it was a unique situation. They were from um, a different country and they were here and he was going to be out of town around the due date and fly back when she went into labor. What could go wrong? And so I was like, sure, I can do that. No problem. So um, first things first, she goes into labor, and I had had my phone off. So thankfully, I'd given them a backup number for a friend who ends up calling me. She, it was actually my doula who, I, who had said she'd be backup. So my husband gets the call, and he's like, your phone is off. I'm like, fuck. So I go to the birth, and it's fine. He shows up 20 minutes after the baby's born. And it was the craziest, like, she had the epidural, labored, just like in the movies, like the nurse came to look under the sheet and half the baby's sticking out. Oh like, oh, you're having the baby. Pushes the baby on like three pushes. Dad shows up 10 minutes later and writes me the check over the baby. <laughs> and it felt like the dirtiest money I've ever had. Yeah. So that was birth number one. But birth number two. So I, um, I was out there telling people like I want experience so I'll, I'm willing to help or whatever it is. And so a friend, or not a friend, somebody I just met was like, so I've got this couple and, or this woman and it's going to be for free. She's homeless. And um, so we've been meeting at the downtown Y for our prenatals. And we're doing like four or five. Normally, I meet with somebody twice. Do you want to do this with me? And I was like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a dive-in gal. I don't do anything slow or half-assed. Um, so I meet with her and come to find out she is the victim of fetal alcohol syndrome. She's not sure who the dad is. Mm. Um, she, this is her second baby. Her first, she's like seven. No, she must've been 18. She, no, she's 19. Um, um it's like, so, she's legal. I'm, I'm sorry. So yeah. she's she, like the, the mom, mom was a victim of, it. yeah. Correct. Okay. Correct. Just making sure. And, um, she, this is her second baby. Her first baby, she gave up for adoption and dealt with the postpartum depression by prostituting. Um, was she developmentally disabled? She then? was, but not, you wouldn't know it. I mean, it was more emotional, right. to yeah. be honest. Um, very forthcoming. Like, I mean, I literally heard everything about this woman's yeah. life because we met like five or six times and you can't shut those people up sometimes. It, was, really is. it was intense. I'm like yeah. going to the Y downtown and being let in. And it was like, it was really, it, it was something. Um, and so, you know, I'm excited though. I'm like, I'm going to make a difference in this woman's <laughs> life. I'm going to help her out. Oh dear God. So she, um, she goes into labor. It was like Saturday at 1030. And I remember that because like it was the first time in my career that I'd been like, okay, I'm going to watch a movie. And we like hit play and my phone goes off and I was like, just kidding. So it was at HCMC, which is, you know, the county hospital mm -hmm. where that's all where the crazy shit happens. And so I show up, I beat her there and I know she's coming because I hear her down the hallway just swearing up a blue streak. Motherfucker, what is going on? And and she's with some guy I don't recognize. <laughs> what is going on? That's what she's saying. 
and she's with some guy and a gal that I don't recognize. So just <laughs> hang on, because this just story is okay. about to get crazier. So she walks up, and she's like, there you are. And I'm like, yep, I've been here. And I'm like, who's this? She's like, this is my baby daddy number one and his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, oh sweet. what's going on? And she's like, well, I couldn't get a hold of who I think this baby daddy. These are her words, by the way. She's like, I couldn't get a hold of this guy. And so, and she doesn't have so a phone. white lady then? Yes. And baby so dad. she says to me, um, so I called up this baby daddy number one. And his girlfriend to help me out. And the girlfriend is giving me a look of death. Just like, I can't fucking believe that I'm here. And I'm like, I'm the doula. Yeah. So um, so then she's like, well, will you be here for me? To the ex-boyfriend. And he's like, I guess so. And so the girlfriend is like, I'm out. And she leaves, which was probably the wise. The fact that she walked all the way <laughs> right? into the hospital is like, this is just too weird. I've thought of this a million times, and I'm like, that is a sad. Like, of all this. They all had she, fetal alcohol Right? This is, there's so like. much sad. But I've, this is just the beginning. I've been at parties where, like, my, whatever, my wife's ex-boyfriend's at, and it's like, eh, <laughs> fucking asshole over there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally but that's who she called when she went into labor. And he, being the upstanding person that he is, was like, sure, I'll come bring you to the hospital. Okay, so <laughs> she quickly goes into hot and heavy labor and meanwhile is having me <laughs> having me call who she thinks the baby's daddy is over and over and over. She's like, just keep calling him. And over so I'm and over. calling That's what him I do. over and over. over, and, over. and I'm like, okay. Um, and meanwhile, it's like 1030. So How now old it's like, like this, I was 26. Okay. Probably. Yep. Yeah. And so <laughs> so good. So we get in a room and we're and she's just like, "Oh my god, this is so bad." Now meanwhile, she told me that she had been kicked out of her house when her parents found out she was pregnant. Um, her dad had kicked her out and her mom and her sister had kicked her out. Her mom and her sister were homeless too. She had told me that. I knew all this backstory. They all got kicked out. <laughs> it's cra- it's crazy. So we're in this room at HCMC, which I'd never been there before either. And she's like, I want the drugs. I want all the drugs. And so um, the nurse comes in, and you have to answer all these questions. And they're like, have you ever used every single question? She's saying yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, to ev- everything. And I'm like, jaw up, jaw up. I cannot show that I'm totally freaking out by everything. She's like, have you ever had this STD? Yes. And she's like going through the line. <laughs> and I'm I? just like, oh, my God. Angie, keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. So, um this woman comes in to give her the epidural, and by this point, she's, like, freaking out, and she's sweaty. And, you know, I've seen women in labor, but I have not seen this yet, where they're hitting desperation. And so the anesthesiologist comes in, and I am going to also say that um, oftentimes they're the biggest assholes in this whole process because they get paid the most, and they have sort of this superiority complex because they show up, and the women usually are like, oh, I love you so much, and I hate that moment. But um, anyways, she, the anesthesiologist, comes in, and um, it's a very, a very sweet woman, and my client is swearing and angry, and she's like, okay, you have to sit on the edge of the bed, and you have to hunch over, and I'm talking to my client, like, please, just let's get through this, and she starts to do it, and she goes, this hurts like a bitch, and the anesthesiologist immediately sets everything down and goes, I am not a bitch. I will not do this if you're going to call me a bitch, and I'm like, she is not calling you a bitch, and the other nurse that's in the room is like, please don't leave. Like, she's threatening to walk out, and meanwhile, my client's like thrashing And we both are like, please give her the goddamn epidural right now. So we convince her she wasn't calling her a bitch. She gives her the epidural. She lays back in the bed, and her dad shows up. I'm like, oh, your 
your dad, the one that you told me was like a meth head. It's like a Hallmark movie. Uh Uh-huh. And he shows up, and she is laying back. And this is, I have to be clear that I can't remember. It was an epidural, but they may have given her something else as well to help because she starts talking, and she's like, I have to remember the direct quote, and I don't know if I can get it. She's laying back, and, and I'm taking this all in. They're like, oh, my God, her dad that she told me she hates is here. And she starts itching, and she's like, God, this is exactly like how I react when I'm on meth. It feels like when you're on meth, doesn't it, Dad? Mm. <laughs> he, like, looks at me and looks back, and he's like, yeah. And the nurse and I look at each other, and we're just like, just keep going. Just keep, like, you're having a baby. Oh, my God. You know what is so weird? The whole thing, how I'm thinking, is when I think of who gets a doula, you think kind of, like, fancier people with their shit together. I think her caseworker. Oh, okay. I'm like, well, I can't imagine she's, like, out on the streets. It still seems like such an extravagance. Oh, I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Uh, like so, so we're at we're at this point where she's like, keep calling him, and so I'm calling this guy. It's like you know, twelve thirty at night, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And this is it's going very well, but she's relaxed, and so we're chatting, and she's talking to her dad, who I just don't know why he's there, and she's going over everything, and she's <laughs> meanwhile ex boyfriend's still there, daddy number one, and she's like in sort of this drug induced state. Most people on epidurals. They don't act kind of crazy and drugged out, but some women get a little loopy. And she's clearly loopy, and she's like, will you be this baby's daddy? Will you please? And he's like, I guess I can be. And he's looking at me. Again, everybody's looking at me, and I'm like, I'm not. This is not Maury Povich. Like, I'm not. I can't handle this. So then... We get to the point where she's ready to push, and, and I have to be clear, and this I'm sure your listeners will appreciate this. Like a lot of people think of like smelly, gross liquids mm-hmm. everywhere. This was this was a rather smelly birth, I'm gonna be honest. This was a woman oh, I, who was I homeless and yeah. hadn't had a lot of care, and I was there in a small oh. room, and I was like, is this what this is gonna sure. be like? Open ass. And yeah. to be clear, I was doing this for free. Right. Because it was for experience. <laughs> so <laughs> the nose clips like it was, nice it was amazing. Yeah. I have to say the only thing that got me through is the other nurses who were just looking at me like, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here. So anyway, she <laughs> she delivers the baby and the baby's born. And as the baby's coming out, she yells out, is it black or white? Is it black <laughs> or white? Now, to be clear. Babies all kind of do look the same at birth. They're kind of wrinkly, and they kind of don't have good color in the beginning, be it black, white, brown, right. whatever. And so the nurse is like, I don't know. And I, again, like, you cannot write this shit. I'm standing there going, I don't even know. Was the guy with her at the moment black? White. Okay, so she's trying so to So the dude out. I'm calling, whose name was, like, Trayvon, I was yeah, just putting it together, was like, I'm thinking he might be black. And so I keep calling him, keep calling him. She's like, keep calling him. I'm like, I'm calling him. Anyway, so baby's born, and she'd already asked the other baby daddy to be. The, and so I, at, like, 2 in the morning, I leave her with her new baby, thinking all is well, because this guy's agreed to be baby daddy. Great. <laughs> I go home. 2.30 in the morning, I get a call from baby daddy number two. He's like, who's this? You've been calling me all night. I'm like, oh, uh, your girlfriend has just had a baby. She's at HCMC. You should go see her. Hangs up. So I said I'd visit her tomorrow. So this is 2 in the morning. I come back at like 2 p.m., and I walk in, and her mom and her sister are there, the ones who kicked her out for being pregnant. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, yeah, I'm glad you're here because CPS has already been called. And I'm like, oh, Probably right. Which is Child Protective Services. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, why? And she's like, well, she and the second baby daddy had already been there, and she had named the baby after him, 
because they've now decided baby is indeed black. And I, honestly, I'm looking at him. I'm like, he looks like a newborn. I don't know. You guys, I'm looking at this baby going, I don't, I, I don't like know. Like Tevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes. We're <laughs> okay. like chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. No, but it was very, it was so uncomfortable. And, and I was like, well, what about the other guy whose name I can't remember? It was like Roger or whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, he, I let him go. And I'm like, oh, you can just do that? So... They tell me the story that while she was breastfeeding, which first of all, I was like, yay, you're breastfeeding. Although then I'm thinking of what's in her system. Um, While she's breastfeeding, she drops the baby on the ground. Oh, my fucking God. And she goes, they must have given me something that, you know, because, (laughs) and I was like... They don't. They overserve me. In (laughs) epidurals. So here's what I think baby daddy number two showed up and brought her a little push present. Sure. Which she then took and then dropped the baby. And so I'm like, thank God CPS is called. Yeah. I would have said before that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just, oh my God. I've thought about that kid so many times. I have thought about that baby so many times, and that mom, to be honest. And and she had my number, and I did follow up as much as I could, but she was in a shelter and didn't have a phone. And do you want to promote her Facebook or anything? (laughs) I don't even know. Do you know what? I don't know if I remember her name. I wrote it down, but but that was one that I was like, I gotta forget this shit. So so those were births one and two, and so I'm telling. You know, fellow doulas that have been doing this for five years, like, this is what's happened. Is this how it normally goes? And they were both, they're like, you will never have births like that again. Yeah. These <laughs> are like, rich liberals. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was pretty fucking crazy. Oh, my God. That's, uh, yeah, that's just fucking awful. I think my favorite line, though, was like, this is what it felt like when you're on meth, doesn't it, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That I that Did I really agree enthusiastically. Oh God, or yeah. Like was well, embarrassed. He, he was embarrassed, but you knew that he was like, yeah, that's what it's like. It's it, very embarrassing, but I got to re- admit it. Was she it referring does. to the guys as baby daddies? She totally was. I Those were her that. words, not mine. Because I'm just like, uh, it was it was a lot. No, I've seen like regular women that just aren't married call their baby. Mm-hmm. I don't. Can we not? Yeah, it's, I like, agree. It's a, it's a weird. It's a weird dynamic. What What do you think? So. I would imagine because your position is open to interpretation yep. a little bit. Why are most people hiring you? Like, is there a specific reason? Advocacy. I don't know I what think, that means. I, I think clearly you don't. <laughs> sort of. Um, I think that they want someone to be. To translate. I cannot be your voice, but I can be there to help you find it and say things like, do you know you have options? I mean, the number white coat syndrome is real. And, you know, you go to the doctor and you're like, okay, I've got these five things I'm going to ask them about. And then you get there and you're like, shit, what am I supposed to? Because you're naked and in a gown and, you know, whatever. So I think birth is this unique time in your life where life gets really small and, you know, you get tunnel vision. Because that is, I, I believe that that's how we're beautifully designed to get through it. And it's interesting when you're talking earlier it is seeing women. I, I don't think it is at their worst. I really do think that I'm getting to bear witness to women at their best and seeing these amazing, beautiful creatures do what the fuck they have to do to get a baby out. I and will. I will be. I'm. I am shocked every single time a human comes out of another human's body. I can't. Every it never gets old. Single it's, time. I love no, that. I'm like true. I cannot. It's like Alien. I it, can't believe that this came out. And to be clear, and I'll I will put this out there for the wife. <laughs> The very first pregnancy, coolest chick I've ever lived with, not even close. And I'm not shitting you. What? Why are you <laughs> laughing? You're crazy when you're pregnant, too. I know. You know. I, All know right. I know that. Because she, I know she's crazy. Because when I ran into her at Home Depot when my wife was pregnant the first time, I was like, my wife, I go, oh, Colleen, I went over there. And, and I'm thinking, well, she's really 
like cynical and mean too. So I'm like, I can go shit on my wife to Colleen and she'll <laughs> jump on board, and make me feel good. And, uh, I told her, I was like, yeah, my wife just said the most chilling thing. She said that she doesn't want to have the baby cause it's so nice having someone with her all the time. And I'm waiting for Colleen to laugh and she goes, Oh, I know I felt the same way. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but whatever, that's nothing compared to this time. Now she just walks around just fucking mean and angry and just her eyes scan the kitchen just what's going on what can I get mad at and she finds something you know it's it's pretty nuts to have another human take over your body oh it's pretty crazy for sure and by the way (laughs) this is the first time I am joking but (laughs) this is the first time where she has been so mean that like I just eat it and leave and there was a time where I found myself where I go like I am an evolved human being because she just said some heinous shit to me. Like, just <laughs> your fucking breath reeks and you, f- like, just whatever. It's just mean, Her sense like, of with a smell. Snarl. is heightened, yep. everything. And, that, and it's funny because, I mean, I've gone through Don't it make four excuses times. For her. I'm going to Thanks. because there were times where I was like, I, I could kill you while you're mm-hmm. sleeping. No, she could for sure. <laughs> She's and, like, I could roll over on you and smother you really easily. Yes. Like, and I wouldn't even care. She knows it. She is identifying it. And I even wrote, I, I want to show you this text. And I wrote, I understand that you are making a physical sacrifice for our family and this baby. And I'm going to try to be more conscious of that. Nice. After she told me some fucked up shit. Partner of the year right here. I'm not saying that, but I'm up there. If I had a gold star, I would pin it on you I've now. come a long way. That's all I'm saying. Well, and you should. It's... It's no, a lot. It's no, profound. it it is one of, and I think that one of the things that draws me to this work is that it is one of the times in most, not all, birthing people's lives that mothers remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember every moment of my childbirth for sure. I do not, but I remember uh, with my first. Um, I remember my very sweet, supportive spouse walking up next to me and he put his hand on the inside of my thigh and I was like, don't touch me there. Like it felt like death. Mm -hmm. And then my doula came over and touched me and it felt like an angel had like sidled up and snuggled me. And I don't know what that is. I can't explain it. Because you're a man hater. But (laughs) that actually is what it is. But it's funny because I have this clear, I'm going to tell this one thing because don't do this. So after I had my first, he was born at 4 in the morning, and there's no food in the hospitals at 4 a.m., and so they're like, are you hungry? I'm like, I'm fucking starving. And so the nurse is like, I'm going to go make you some peanut butter toast. I was like, that sounds amazing. So like 10 minutes goes by, I'm nursing the baby, and she comes in with this stack of like four pieces of peanut butter toast, one on top of the other, looking amazing. And she sets it just out of reach because I'm nursing my baby. And my husband goes, oh, that looks so good, and starts eating Mm. the toast. I, I could have killed him with bare hands if he had been within my reach. I probably brought that up 40,000 times. Mm-hmm. We've been I, married a long time. I, I took a <laughs> bottle of vodka out of the fridge like a week ago. Like just we had a, we're doing renovations at our house and we're both tired and I grab it and she goes, I wish I could have some drink vodka right now. And I just <laughs> silently put it, right put it back, back in. Now. Yep, like I'm not even going to fucking play with this. You're yeah. far left from though. You can have one. But don't eat her goddamn toast. No. No, I, I don't. I, and his defense, he's like, well, I was hungry, too. I'm like, did you just fucking push a baby out? You feed me first. Yes. So our birth plan, going back to that, our birth plan with my doula was always like, feed Angie first. That's, the mom gets fed before the part. What's the biggest mistake that men make? Well, that's a good question. Um, Breathing. Thinking that they, <laughs> thinking that they, ha- that they know it all. And, and I really, I say this, like, I know that's so ambiguous, but. Trying to give advice, open. like, yeah. as if you know, kind yes, of. Yes, yes. Like, and also, um, trying to buddy-buddy with the nurses. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wink, Ooh, wink. I'd probably you know guilty I mean? with that. I, have, I was hit on once after a birth by the mom and the nurse, which was awesome. Um, but then huh? I also, yeah, I also saw a dad um, once. His wife was in labor and he called her fat. Ooh, hold on. Uh, I can't that even. That's, just, that's just not was good. Was my overall. dad there? It was amazing. So, so somebody I worked with in my real estate office. Normally, so when I when you interview me, I'm interviewing you because I need to figure out can I spend time with you. Yeah. And I didn't interview her because I knew her from my real estate office, but I hadn't met her partner, who's a real asshole. And so she's in labor, and he made some comment about her fat ass multiple times. <laughs> and I have I am supposed to be the middle ground, keep yeah. the peace. You know, I'm supposed to spread sunshine. And I did pull him aside, and I was like, if you call her fat again, and I don't remember what threat I made him, but I was like, I will lay into you what I can't remember what I said but he stopped because I was so angry I think he could feel that like well, I technically, until the baby comes out I mean, she's not fat she's pregnant but once the baby's out she's just <laughs> that's fat. fair game just yeah. 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 get that's the let out that works what how about the hit on you thing that was that awesome actually that was really funny so I um I, I usually like I'm pretty upfront I think people hire me because I'm easy to talk to and I do have a sense of humor that like we joke all the time. It's a really weird, intimate thing. I think I told you on the phone, women often make sounds during labor that I'm sure they make during sex. They make orgasm sounds all the time. And I often think that I'm like, oh, that's what you sound like. Okay. I'm just going to file that away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Then she's doing it wrong. No, um... Those are the fake sounds that she makes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so there's a lot of weird. There's a lot of intimate. There's a lot of intimacy that happens. Mm-hmm. And this particular client, her labor hadn't lasted long, but it was like we'd bonded in a lot of different ways. And I didn't feel like she was hitting, but she had told me she was bi, and I think she knew that I was, and whatever. Point being, she's the labor's over, and she's um, she's nursing her baby, and they're like getting her ready to go to the postpartum room, and I'm getting ready to leave. And she looks at me, and she's like, wait a minute. You saw my boobs. Don't I get to see yours? And it's like 2.30 in the morning. And the nurse behind her, who I've worked with before, who I also knew as a lesbian, was like, wait, if this is happening, can I get in on this, too? Did you hashtag me, too? Come on. That part is over. It was. I have to say that just because of the personality that I have, I mean, I'm like a flirty person. I don't typically flirt with people in labor. But I'm just, you know, and I was just like, and it was 2.30 in the morning, and I just looked around, and I looked at the dad, and I was just like, can we discuss this later? What if a dad <laughs> said that to you? Though? Oh, totally different. I would. What? But why should it be though? If, it's, if, we're both a, if right. it's an attraction thing. We're equals. No, you're not. You're no. not equal. But you, I would see. I, <laughs> I guess lesser. I wouldn't. I don't know that. I have had dads make. Oh, oh, this is good. This is good. So, <laughs> after the baby's born, I have to teach somebody to breastfeed, and so we're talking about boobs all the time. And I touch a lot of boobs. I get asked that by men all the time. So do you see the not? They don't want to know if I see vulvas all the time. They want to know how many boobs I see. And I hate the word boobs, by the way. I usually say breasts. Boobs. I hate breasts. it. Breasts. I, I don't like breasts. I like. I don't like the word like titties. I hate titties I even titties. more. Hate Bellons. it even more. Hate about, it even more. Um, jugs. Nice jugs. Bazooms. Cannons. <laughs> okay, so I'm so I, we're in the smallest. Grow up, you, grow up, you guys. <laughs> we're in the smallest postpartum room ever. Like it's probably five by six, like enough for a bed. And the dad is on one side, and I'm on one side, and the mom is in the middle, and she just had kind of a rough birth. And I wish I could tell you what she named her baby because it's so good, but it would identify her. Oh, no. Oh, it was a joke name. They had jokingly said, if the baby's born, we're going to name it whatever. Like the, the most ridiculous name they could think of. 
And then they ended up naming the baby that because they got so used to calling the baby that, which was amazing. That's awesome. Anyways. Thanks, Mom and Dad. So she's, nur- she's trying to nurse the baby, and I'm like, just give the baby a minute. He'll open his mouth. And when Dad goes, just open up nice and wide, just, just like Daddy does. Just put your mouth right up, just like Daddy does. And what he meant was, like, open your mouth wide like Daddy does because he was opening his mouth. <laughs> and you could see when he got it. And he looked at me, and he looked at the mom, and he's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Like, I kind of assumed that happened at some point. I got to say, I don't know if this is an appropriate part. I'm sure it is, my... so go for it. Oh, my gosh. I had a... You find... Okay. I've been a nipple guy, I'll say. All right. I've always liked larger nipples on women, not the aerial. The ones. long ones? Yes. Yeah, no. 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 Hang on. Hang on. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, come uh, on. Not inverted. <laughs> like the nipples you see on National Geographic. No, no like the nipples like you grew up seeing in porn. Yes? Yes. Okay. Like more like just so eraser tips. Not, I don't want tiny, <laughs> just a little bit bigger than average maybe, uh-huh. right? Okay. Oh, to where it's a thing, like where I'd, I'd be with a girl, like she's really hot. Nipples are kind of small though, like, but whatever, I'll get through it. And that's sort you of how it through? was. You are an right, outstanding with dude. With Mrs. Noah. And then we had a child. Breastfeeding happened, and all of a sudden, pop, she's got big nipples. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, hey. this is fucking great, and I'm all excited. And then it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like, oh, my God, the reason that I like big nipples <laughs> is because I want my mommy's nipples. <laughs> it's like going back, and I was just like, oh, my oh God, my God. I'm sick. Fed? I'm fucking sick. Were you breastfed? Uh, for like a week. So you're saying your mom has amazed. big nipples? <laughs> I don't know that for Does sure. Does your mom listen to this show? Do we I hope need not. to say something? <laughs> I hope not, but I know this. She's got great nipples. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was constructing my perfect woman, I'd be oh. like, well, she'd have the hips of Carmen like just, Electra. And, oh, my mother's nipples. <laughs> no. no, I just, uh, it is uh. the... Transformation. I'm not trying to. I was trying to we put some like. Out of this hole. You can't. Yeah. Nope. You're so, down there. Yeah, you just stay down there by yourself anyway, with probably. the other scum of the earth. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It is interesting. So another thing people ask a lot about, like. What I was meaning size. is your bodies change. <laughs> bodies do change. They do. Mm-hmm. Nipple size and babies' mouths all vary, and so a lot of people are freaked out. Like they have, have these babies, and they're like, "Oh my God, can I feed this baby?" And. Oh, my babies all had teeny little mouths. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And so it must have been hard to stick your giant <laughs> third world nipples I in waiting for that. I wish everyone listening could have seen everybody make eye contact across the room. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, that means she's got big nipples. Yeah. <laughs> she actually, even her husband calls them teats. <laughs> oh, now we took it too far. That, that corner, we hadn't far. rounded it yet, but you but just like went that's my for job. it. Yeah, Tevin's over there doing the round sign, <laughs> the base coach, the, oh, the windmill. Let's yeah. bring it home. It's mm-hmm. a lot. It's a lot. What is the biggest misconception that people think you do? Mm, that I'm going to deliver the baby. I get oh. a lot of people asking, like, how many babies <laughs> have you delivered? I'm like, none. I mean, four. Mine. <laughs> how many babies have you been standing in the room for? Uh, over 250. What? Yeah. Cool. It's pretty That's amazing. 250,000 bucks she's made. <laughs> well, no, because my price has gone up over the years, for sure. It's more than 250,000. <laughs> but, but it really, like, it is, all jokes aside, it is an absolute honor. Like it is yeah, crazy. Sure. To, it is crazy to be at the park sometimes, and somebody will be like, "You were there when he was born." Like I'm honestly usually like the third person to hold that baby. Yeah. Is it hard to untangle? Yes. Oh yeah. There are definitely clients where I'm like, "Do we have to go?" 
Yeah. Can you have more babies so I can come hang out with you more? And some I have become friends with, which is awesome and great, and I love that. Um, others, I'm like, I will see you. I, I actually only won. Um, I didn't fire her, but I was close, and um, she <laughs> she verbally abused me in the middle of her labor. Oh god, which was I, five. I would, I'm surprised it doesn't days. happen more. Five days of labor. Wow. Of course, the bitchiest person I've yeah. ever met. Right. So again, did you didn't know that the interview? That? No, again, didn't do the interview because it was a referral from someone. I used to work at a um, a very well known prenatal yoga studio in town, and prenatal yoga studio. Yeah, and um, I world. I worked there, and so you'd get referrals, and so this was from the owner, and I was like, oh well, it'll be fine, and. She's probably not put this together. And I actually don't care. Come find me because you were a terrible person. Um, so she, uh, her spouse, by the way, is super kind. Like at prenatals, I was like, oh, God, he's really nice. What is he doing with her? And so I didn't get the vibe during the prenatals that it was going to be terrible. But I was like, mm, this will be a challenge. So, of course, hers was a five-day induction. And she was at this hospital I've been at a thousand times. And by day two, the nurses were refusing to work with her. They keep what? what it was a five day induction. What's going on? I've never heard of like where you're that actually in the hospital for the five Oh, that's days. not that unusual. No, it has really? nothing to do with the vagina. If it was a huge vagina, we'd just zip it just open and push long. it out. Oh. No, oh. it's usually oh. malpositioned oh. baby. So tight. Malpositioned baby, or she's not dilating. Remember the cervix? Do you want me to give you a little chat? I do remember. Here? No, you have the to get baby didn't want to meet their bitch six mother. Centimeters? I actually think that's part of it. Ten centimeters. Maybe I'm so three. disappointed. I'm oh. so disappointed. You Fun fact, for those of you at home, pick up a styrofoam cup, and if you put your fingers in the bottom of it, that's three centimeters, and at the top is five centimeters. Oh, my God. Because I once that? had a midwife with her hands inside my client ask me to hand her a styrofoam cup. She was in training. That's not sanitary. Wow. <laughs> and she did not take the hands out of my so, clients and then put cup. it in the cup. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm sitting so there going, cup. "Are you? this is how archaic it is? Oh, yeah, that is. Wow. It's all arbitrary. All the dilation is just the measure of somebody else's fingers. So if I check somebody, you check somebody, you, I mean, we're all going to say something different. So this is a like a big thing, like when a lot of men sit around and talk about this kind of thing. And I had some discussions and whatever. And the big thing that kept coming up over and over again that we're wondering is, uh, what's the biggest boobs you ever seen? Like, here, here. Wait. Just stop me here. We or here? you are wondering. <laughs> His friends. Everybody. Just, they was talking about it with. Yeah. Let's be honest. How many friends do you have? But we'll, we'll go back to uh, My wife doesn't <laughs> let me have any. Um, she nobody, drives them away. Nobody massive. I mean, bre- they get big. But, no, like, I have definitely seen some breasts where I'm like, you're going you to this you're gonna have you're to hold it back. You're going to have to hold it back because you might smother your baby. <laughs> I have had to hold breast tissue back that may or may not have smothered the oh baby. My God. Now th- that I have had to do. This is a real and tell question. the partner like you got to get in there and hold it because that baby's going to get smothered. Have you ever been struck <laughs> by fluids? No, by the look of the vagina. Have you ever seen where you go like, wow, that's re- very strange? What you have going on? There? No. In fact, there is um, there is an Instagram feed that I like following. That's called like the Vulva Gallery. He's like, what? That's right, right, all about normalizing it. And it's all just different Nor- pictures. Oh, there's so much out there. You could normalize that. You could, because that's what's amazing. They're all different, like little Picassos. It's it's amazing. I think that the biggest like misconception. Poly- Pollux? But the biggest misconception and out there, every woman is like, you're supposed to be symmetrical. You're supposed to be. Like, vaginoplasty is a real surgery mm-hmm. that women get. And I, 
it makes me enraged. It makes me enraged that we live in a culture where women think that, A, anybody gives two shits about that. And mm. B, well, you know what? If you're caring about exactly how it's supposed to look, maybe you should then design your own woman and not They have actually, robots for that. Yeah, yeah. right? Why? Well, I just pay for it to have surgery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, what, that's good. I mean, really, it, that's not something that, I mean, I view it as it's a female empowerment thing. If you want to if look you, different. If you, you want to because you want to, but yeah, that, I don't let's, think let's guys be honest. Are behind Where's that? it coming from? Society? I mean, no, let's be honest. I don't think it is coming from guys. Yeah, saying, I, don't think, really? I don't think guys, I don't think there's a guy that's like, you need if to you, have this I think that women, that of all the things you hear guys down. talk about, I've never heard them talk Breasts, about. You don't ever talk about Lydia? Hell no. Breast, yeah. absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. You're letting me You're including me? Butt implants, all that stuff. I'm on board. Butt implants. I mean, I'm saying I bet Holy guys push that. I'm yeah. not fucking saying I'm on board with that. Uh-huh. But what? I'm not. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I'm not. But as far as I've never heard a guy, I mean, honestly, I've never heard a guy comment on that about his wife or girlfriend or whatever. Well, let me just say this. I think it's funny that Volvas get the bad rap, but I don't dicks know, like, are real are. ugly. I thought it was a car. Not mine. <laughs> No, dicks look ridiculous. They're and absurd. Any guy. Honest to God, they're the ugliest. I cannot believe. <laughs> I think it's really fun. Like, every time, because I do get this question. Mm-hmm. People are like, you see so many. So vulva is just the technical term for the, the vagina's inside. That's the birth canal. That is and what the, the word vagina the means. The vulva is the entire genitalia. I'm so I'm so it's like you've got myself. a penis, <laughs> but you've got testicles, but you kind of call the whole thing the penis. You know? I have a small set of testicles. Yeah. Do you have both balls? Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law just has one. Really? I like to call him the one ball wonder, but he doesn't know I call him that. Did he? I'm not supposed to know that he has one. (laughs) Yeah, no one's supposed to know. But Uh, I know. What? uh, My friend dated him for a while, so I Wait a minute. Have you ever seen? How old is your friend? (laughs) (laughs) There's a connection here from other shows. Oh. What? Do we have a one ball person? Well, the guy that dated the cult lady. Okay, well, let's edit that out, but yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe not. Well, she, yeah, because she got poop in a penis and got an infection. Yeah. Wow. No, no the fuck you guys are talking that. about? How are you there? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That was the yeah. best part of the Sometimes I'm not a good <laughs> listener. My no. wife is right. Um, <laughs> she missed that. I don't know. I feel like I'd remember poop in a penis. I feel like I, would I really. Yeah. Is it I at the end? It's kind of like my whole oh, so life is So you want me to get to the gross? Like, do people, women do poop when they're having babies? I know that. Here's a description that this will. Perfect for radio. So here, uh, often, so you think of the baby head coming down the birth canal, and someone explained this to me so beautifully. Toothpaste. Yeah. An orange on a toothpaste tube running along your colon. Of course it's going to squeeze out all the shit. So so picture an orange on a toothpaste tube, and your toothpaste tube is your colon and Mm -hmm. all your intestines full of shit. And so as the baby's head moves down, it's going to squeeze it right out. I'm going to tell this story, and then I'll have to ask my sister-in-law's <laughs> permission after. Please do. That I can put, keep this okay. in it. But so she had a thing, and my wife just told me this the other night, and it made me funny. My wife has been on a roll comedically recently. And uh, my sister-in-law had her baby, um, I think it's of, of vaginal birth, obviously. And Anal. she had not. <laughs> it was a butt baby. That should not happen. <laughs> And she, it had been like two days and she had not had a bowel movement yeah. afterward. Comedy. And she saw her doctor in the hallway and she said, oh, and she went over to him and she's like, you know, this is kind of weird, but I haven't had a bowel movement at all. And I'm just, you know, want to make sure nothing's wrong. I know what he's going to And then the doctor said, uh, oh, 
You're fine. Um, you had several large bowel movements <laughs> during the birth, but several uh, and yep. large. Yep. <laughs> several. That is the, the, the large. <laughs> like I was. <laughs> I've had to wipe some of those away. No. Uh, yeah, why no. is that your job? No. No. I, I put on a glove and Apula. Apula. Call me justice for Thank the you. win, ladies and gentlemen. That was well. I, if I didn't have more questions, I would end the podcast. Well, on that. that was done. great. No, I mean that. That's part of the like. I mean, that's what the nurse is there for. But I have. I mean, I'll put on a glove. But you and sometimes like, go. I, I, you I know, I'd like one. to do that. Let me take one for the team. I'm uh, still laughing at several large. Oh, I, I guess her friends fuck with her too, and oh, like God. when they're at the. Uh, at the like whatever bakery, they'll say, "Hey, do you want a, a donut or several large ones?" <laughs> These are all seconds. I think so. Women women often have that fear. The two biggest fears are tearing and pooping. Those are the two biggest fears. We'll get to tearing, but I will. When I had my first, I had my best friend, my husband, my doula, and he was born pretty quickly. I mean, the average first birth is your husband's best friend hours. didn't get to go in there. <laughs> you know what? My husband's best friend is irritating as fuck. So no. Uh, All husband's best friend. Um, I like him now, but I didn't then. And um, anyways, my labor was very fast and speedy and whatever. And he's born, and I'm holding him. I'm like, oh, he's amazing. And I looked around the room, and I was like, I didn't poop. And I see them all make eye contact, and they go, yeah, you did. <laughs> you would think <laughs> they'd be a smell. I didn't poop. They just wipe it away. I mean, and that's how you know you've got a good team. They have a janitor come in, and they put all this. There's <laughs> a litter box. There's one like the a. Sawdust. Why do you think we carry so many essential oils? If I offer you oils, it's usually either you're throwing up, and I'm like, you're nauseous, uh, you need some peppermint oil, or I'm smelling some shit I don't want to smell. So I'm like, let me get out the lavender, and I put it out. Oh. You didn't notice the guy with a vacant look in his eye wearing a straw hat who just stepped in there and just scooped it out? No. Like, he's not a doctor. Uh, one they, client, throw some, guy. they throw some hay on it. Yeah. It's interesting what people want to hide and what they're scared of. So one one client wanted her parents in the room. Ugh. I was like, are you, are you sure you want your parents in the room? Her dad was a doctor. I don't know what her right. mom did, but she's like, I want them in the room. And I was like... Uh, okay, and here's the best part of the story. So they they get it's it's getting time. She's in labor, and we're at the hospital. And she tells me she has a small tattoo on her hip. She's afraid her dad's gonna be angry about. Oh yeah. And I'm it, like, you're worried about him seeing a fucking see a tattoo. But it's a tattoo right. of a you're about to shit on a table in front of him. But the best, honestly, and this was is really more of a visual joke. But I'll try to describe it. So she's sitting in. The bed, she's about to deliver, and the nurses bring her parents two folding chairs at the end of the bed, like where stirrups oh would be, God. and they just sat quietly staring. Oh would you like God. to hold a foot? Like the, yeah. <laughs> you you grab a foot. Now, to be clear, I've had some amazingly, like, absolutely beautiful, like, where the mom of the mom wants to be there, and she does help, and it's gorgeous. Like, I, can't, I think I daydream about seeing my own grandkids be born, because I think that'd be amazing. You I hate my mom. <laughs> I do, every day. I hate my mother. What a great segue. Oh, well, my mom is a mom. horrible, awful person. I'm estranged from my mom. She's terrible. You could not pay me to have her in the room. So if a client says, I want my mom there, I'm like, let's really talk about this. Because is it guilt? Because you don't need to have your mom there. So, but that, I, I, I will never get the image out of my head. I'm like standing at the head of the bed, like wiping her brow. And I look and her parents are just emotionless sitting in folding chairs at her With feet. With catcher's masks on. Yeah, pretty Jesus. much. <laughs> and she's worried about a fucking tattoo. She keeps like recovering. Oh, my right. God. So you at the postpartum, fuck, after, the, after the postpartum, I was like, did they say I'm anything joking. about your tattoo? She's like, I don't know if they noticed. I'm like, oh, you think? Were they looking at other things? Probably the gaping fucking... <laughs> <laughs> was a little distracting. You do point. know when a baby's born, you hear the... 
sound as they no. come out. I thought you, you might really? hear a little. I like did it with a C-section. Oh, okay. No, I seriously didn't. It was the suction. They used the suction oh, cup. Oh yeah. And they even get them out of that. Yeah. And I it thought made the, the butt plug popped out. <laughs> it did. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it was. She was hoping that'd stay in the whole time. <laughs> what? Um, it's good distraction. It's been fun. <laughs> See, I knew this would be a fun one. Yeah. Um, for real, I knew it would. It's so gross. Do you want to talk you know? about tearing? So yeah. can I do, we, can we talk I told about my friend um, Isaac Witty, who's on the show uh-huh. often. I told him that that's something that happens every now and then. They got to cut the strap. And my wife, cut like in the movie the Rocky, strap. she's like, "Cut me, Mick. <laughs> cut me, Mick," because she was just feeling it. She needed more room. And then they're like, "This, <laughs> like you're not even four months yet." I don't know. I Can I tell you that, that so Isaac is how I met you mm-hmm. as I was shopping for Gosh. furniture, if it's okay to say what Yeah, yeah. Do. No, in fact, I've been told to say it last because we say it so much. That's all right. <laughs> That's why. So, <laughs> but here's what's good about this story. I have like 45 minutes between appointments and I'm like, okay, I'm going to look for some furniture and I'm talking to Isaac and I tell him what my husband does because I'm texting him photos of chairs and I'm like waiting for him. He's a teacher. So I'm like waiting until he can text me back. And so he's like, what do you do? And I tell him and I swear to God, the third thing he says is, so is it true that women get cut? I'm like, who the fuck is this that guy? Was only his I am in question. a store. But to be he just clear, and asked her that question before boy. he knew it. Before he knew what she did for a living, he just came up and asked her. <laughs> he did. He did use the term female taint, and I was like, do you mean? Shut up. As I'm checking out, he's writing up my purchase, and he's like, is it the female taint? And four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Yeah. Does the female taint get cut? For the record, he said that earnestly, right? I mean, there's no joke. Completely, this is not, this was not a joke. And I want to be clear, what does it speak about me that here I am sitting here talking Mm -hmm. to you after that? That was was the gateway of a friendship for you. (laughs) But I did, but it's funny. I don't think he knew what he was getting into when I was like, it's called the perineum. Mm. Do you want me to write it down? (gasps) No, he doesn't. Unbelievable. He can barely read. And you think just he sits in his white walled oh apartment God. with no decorations, just so sitting there. Like female Gabe told me before. I wonder if it's true that girls get cut. Yeah, so girl. Do you want to know what else he asked me? Do we really want to embarrass him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then I'm like looking at other dressers and waiting for you know my <laughs> husband to text me back, and, and he, he just goes. So people ask you weird shit, don't they? Like, yeah. yeah, and you're the yeah. president. <laughs> yes. And then he goes, and I'm, I'm not making this up at all. He's like, so do you get a lot of questions about sex? And I was like, um. Show's <laughs> over. Fuck. Me too. Hashtag me problem. too. And I was like, oh yeah. But I have to tell you. So, okay, as a female, like all my, you know, all the red lights are like, is this harass? What's going on? Is it is innocent? <laughs> <laughs> like where is this going? It's <laughs> a prelude to a rape or what? It, yeah. You know, it may have occurred. I'm yeah. in the basement because here I can be honest. I'm the cheap one that was shopping the clearance oh, of the clearance. That's why they keep them down there. Mm-hmm. They keep them that's down. Where like he in the rapey corner. In the dark corner waiting. Oh for my people god! To come down there. But he's like, so like, do the partners ask you about like the stitch to stitch him up tight again? And I'm like, oh what my the god! He asked if they stitch him up tight again. He'll probably deny it. No, I believe you. Yeah, if he has any self-preservation. Hey, uh... I do need to say, can I just ask, is he single? I'm going to put money on him being single. He is deeply single. Well, the opening line is, so, the female taint. (laughs) That needs to be the name of a band, or maybe a comedy troupe. His his new album, (laughs) taint album. I mean... 
<laughs> like, I'm not even going to ask his permission oh for this God. shit. By the way, he'll be at headlining Acme Comedy Club <laughs> tomorrow night. We should probably rush oh, this podcast out tomorrow. Yeah. Just to do it. So, so let's, 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 let's just say tonight. I will say, I did, I did, he did give me a good deal on my pillows. He is a, he is a wonderful comedian and a wonderful... Uh, I mean, horribly wonderful person. <laughs> oh, he's awful, too. Many people think he's awful, but I love the fucking guy. No, he was yeah. fine. But I will say, he's telling me, yeah, and you know, and he tells me about the podcast, and he keeps telling me about you, but you weren't there. And I'm thinking, like, are no. these questions going to follow this same, like, are we going to follow the same vein? Do you see what I did there? I worked vein in Pretty much has, though, right? Vein. I think... It's so funny, though, that he probably uses that a lot to ask girls really gross questions. <laughs> this is just preliminary no. stuff I wanted to. <laughs> no way. I will no. defend him no. there. He does not do that. In fact, I was, like, touched. I was like, oh, my Don't God, he's taking, he's taking an interest. Like, he wanted to help the podcast. I, I have was to so... say it was kind of cute that he was asking me those questions. Like, I'll be honest, it didn't get to the creepy part. We were almost there. We it, were until very he the sale. He, got the, he closed the sale, and then he started asking. We were very close where I was like, who the fuck is... If you hadn't shown up and been legitimate, like, because he's like, yeah, we've got this podcast. And the whole time I'm like, who, what? I just stopped for chairs. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah, well, we and are here a, I am four a, days uh, later. iTunes top 200 podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Um, Bravo. But yeah, and so yeah, shout out to Isaac Whitty <laughs> <laughs> on the show. Yeah, oh, that's the great. female taint. It was good. Okay, uh, so women do, they tear. It happens. I'm just diving right in. Yep. They tear, but... um. Here's what I described to him, which I think is now, by the way, what his nightmares are made of. Because I was like, if you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you in graphic detail. I mean, he was nightmare. He's like, it, just the slowly. vagina itself was a nightmare <laughs> for him. Okay, so here's how it's been explained to me, and this is very true. So it's very natural. So the way that the folds oh, of the totally perineum natural. are made. <laughs> well, the perineum is very, it's like an, uh, like an accordion. The female tank. Well, or it's like a fan, an accordion fan that like, you, you know, it's small, but then you can expand it out. I'm doing hand motions so everybody mm-hmm. knows what I'm doing here. And so it's meant to stretch with the baby. It's meant to do that. We are made to push babies through our bodies. Well, some women, or back back archaically, some providers thought we, if we cut it, it's going to make it easier. But really what happens is if you cut it, it actually tears more and causes more damage. So what I said to Isaac, and I'll say to all you, is that if you took a piece of paper and you cut it with scissors first and then rip, it's going to just give. But if you just start tearing, it's going to not tear near as fast. It's sort of like cutting it. It's like butter. Crooked is better. That's actually how we're meant to heal. So I have to tell you, Isaac's face when I gave him that visual was (laughs) We already know it. It was amazing. Because he just rung me up and another customer had come in and I was like, this is amazing. I love that he's walking over to this customer picturing a ripping perineum. And how... (laughs) I I have to say this, take it for what it is. I love watching them get sewn back up. Because I don't understand how they know what they're doing. I take it as super fucked up. Yeah, because they're all bloody and a little mangled and swollen. And I don't know how anybody knows how to put that shit together. And one, I will say, one of my favorite things ever is one of the midwives said to me, like, yeah, it's kind of a best guess. They just throw a glue in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We just sort of call it off. Go where we think it should go. I did last week saw a cyst get cut out. Absolutely. I saw. Oh, because it was a C-section? No. Oh, no. What? Oh, a couple weeks ago, I was at a birth, and she's stitching her up, and I'm watching. And the, and to be clear, I usually do, because anyways, if the mom later is like, did I get three stitches or whatever, I have to kind of report this stuff. And so I'm watching, 
and I notice something isn't looking right. Now, to be clear, don't have medical training, but I have seen a lot of perineums. And she's like, I think there's just a little cyst. I'm just going to cut it out here. Do they do a biopsy then, though? I don't they know. Do. But, but she, when I was standing there, didn't say it to the mom. And Weird. so it was really, she just cuts it out, puts it on the train. Hold on, she cut her, her cyst out without asking? A cyst out. Well, I don't know that anybody wants to keep that. How does she know it's not an extra clit? Well, because those are <laughs> in a much different place. And if you're confusing a clit with a cyst, we should have sex ed 101. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They're very, t- oh, your poor wife. Um. <laughs> For many reasons, but this is, this is one. But, you know, those are the things that, like, people don't think, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just odd. Hmm. I've seen a lot though. of stuff. Maybe she just cut out. out her erogenous zone. Yeah, exactly. That would not be good. Cut out her erogenous She said it's zone. likely here from the baby it. before, which also is, like, real interesting. But, no, truth be told, women heal very well. We're meant to heal Do like most women get the episiotomy? No, it's ve- it's archaic. Like, you shouldn't really? do it. It should not be done. Um, every no- I've seen two that I think were medically necessary. Did you ever see two. anyone rip all the way to the butthole? Um, not all the way, but close. Isaac Woody wants to know. <laughs> well, Actually, now that you bring it up, that does uh, bring up one of my things, which is I believe that we have so many holes. And I believe that the (laughs) end point of humanity should be probably to have one all-purpose hole that you can eat and shit and kiss and... Are we Seen into through. dark comedy? Oh Where nope. are we? Okay. Just a theory on futurism. Uh, uh, I have a question. Please, okay. please ask. Uh, so you said like I, people can give birth anywhere. Do you yeah. are your all your births in hospitals or have you had no. home births? Home births. It's birth amazing center. how many people like, I know that have them at home. Blows me away. I had two of mine in hospitals and two of my own at home. First two at home <gasps> or first two in the hospital. And what, two oh, first at home. two. Okay. Where do you where do you have? I don't have kids. Yeah. Um, Knock on wood, and like, <laughs> you, where do you, you have them in your house? Are you sitting? No, 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 no. Not a yet. lot of sex, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we don't no, know how many looking. are running around. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know that baby did look a little like. Oh you. <laughs> man, see, <laughs> white women. Too. So, like, do they have them on the couch? Do they get put on like a blanket you in can the do bed? It anywhere you do, want. In the bathtub. Um, so there are portable tubs. Yeah, that, that. and that's actually um, one of mine was born in the water, and one was born half in the water and half out because my fourth got stuck, which is called birth trauma. And that honestly was that moment too, where I realized why I do what I do, because mm-hmm. I needed more support right then. And my doula got it. She knew, because I was kind of freaking the fuck out. Like, oh, my God, he's not dead, which you'd think would be a joyful thing. And, of course, it is. He's five now. But, you, but you're aware of the loss that could Absolutely. have Absolutely. Yeah. And on top of the fact that that was still traumatic. Totally yeah. traumatic. And everybody, like, everybody cleaned up and left, and everything was done in, like, an hour. And everybody left. We're in our bed, which, P.S., is, you know, 20 feet from where he was born. And I'm feeding him, and I look at my husband, and I said, did you think he was dead? And he's like, oh, yeah. And we both just started sobbing because mm. nobody yeah. said it. Nobody said it. it I, I think it, most parents go through uh, – ours was cesarean, but you still, like – and everyone warns you the head is going to be yep. smushed or whatever. And it's like, it was so mang. My son looks so, he looks like an ancient alien, like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I mean, honestly, you, you can't think anything, but th- is he going to live? I don't know. It looks so severe. It's a horrible, horrible feeling. Yeah. So I can imagine having that keep going and having people panic. Well, and it's, it's a totally different thing giving birth as a birth worker. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's so weird because I didn't doula myself, but I did definitely. Did you hear that throat noise? I did. That was mine. 
like what that means. That was I'm amazing. So I did, I do Don't remember. Worry, we will amplify that in the, <laughs> so the audience hears it. That's the sure. sound I make when I give birth. No, I do remember like being acutely aware that they were doing things to me. Like they're moving my body in ways you do when a baby's stuck. And that was terrifying. That said, that five-day labor, I never finished that story. So she was firing her nurses. She was so terrible. Five yeah, fucking what was she days. saying to them that was so awful? Like, I don't, well, I'll give, you, I'll give you one example of yeah. what she said to me. Um, <laughs> so she's in the bed. We get her all comfortable, and her husband is doing all the right things. He is, like, sheepish. He is like a beaten dog, you can tell. And he's just like, what can I get you? How can I, you know, whatever. And we get her as comfortable as possible, and we decide he's going to take a nap on this bed. She's on a bed, and I'm going to sit on her bed next to her, like, rubbing her back, right? I'm like, I don't need to nap. It's fine. And so get her comfortable. He lays down. I have asked her a hundred times, are you okay? He lays down and I'm like, do you need a blanket? Are you okay? He's like, no, I'm fine. And she looks at me and she goes, I'm fine too. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh. I, like I bet he was secretly enjoying every oh, was, contraction she had. It was really bad. But I honestly, the nurse grabbed me outside of the room day four and was like, we are so glad that you're coming back because no one will work with her. Like people are, are quitting. They're refusing to work with her. What was her deal? Is she was she just like a I don't know. I don't know and I um spoiled rich girl. Probably. I mean I don't know a whole lot about her demographic, <laughs> but I was at her house and yeah, I do think she's somebody who's used to getting what she wants. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not opposed to in labor get what you want, but I also Be you nice. don't have to treat me like garbage. Be nice. Yeah. What if, what if um are there husbands that have stuck out to you as like, this guy's a fucking monster. I hate this guy. Well, the guy that I told you that called his wife fat. But this is interesting. Um, once I was hired by a woman and her trans partner. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And they were asking me, like, are you cool with this? I was like, of course I am. And so the whole time I'm like, I have to remember to treat him just the same. He's just the same as anybody else. He's just trans. And they were very open about it. Oh, I was like, you have to remind yourself to go. Well, but well, I well you, what yeah. I mean is, like, use male pronouns. Because, you know, gotcha. where he was at in transitioning, it wasn't visually all that obvious. Gotcha. How's that for yes. helpful? Mm-hmm. Well done. And so I was very, but I'm, you're nervous, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I, well, it's, it's a hard, pressure it's, thing. It and, oh, you know, yeah, it. it's it, all. Honest mistake. Yes. And so the whole, you know, re- leading up to the birth, I'm talking, I have a lot of trans friends. I have, a, And so I'm like, what do I do? They're like, just treat them like anybody else. I'm like, okay, I can do that. That's fine. So I'm super aware of it all. And when everybody comes in, I'm like, partner, say partner, all of these things. <laughs> and so the whole time I'm like, okay, it's not, you, this is great. You're doing a good job. And my client, the, the woman who's delivering is in the tub and I'm sitting with her next to the, in the bathtub. I'm not in the bathtub with her. I'm outside the bathtub sitting with her. And the partner comes in and takes a pee next to me. (laughs) Now, in that moment, I will tell you right now, if a husband had walked in and taken a piss next to me, no, that crosses lines for me. And it was really interesting because I was like, okay, how do I, where, like in my head, what do I do? How do I react to this? And so I just sort of like kept my gaze on my client. Twice, it happened twice throughout the labor. Hey, man. If you want me to <laughs> talk to you like a guy, it was like, really weird. Fucking and I, and I want to be—I you know? want to be clear that like <laughs> I don't want to be seen as someone. I am not transphobic. Yeah. I am oh, like this is all. About, but it was just, really uh, fucking weird. I don't want Courtesy. people to go to the bathroom around me. Yeah, right. yeah. Regardless. It was really strange because all I could think in my head was like, okay, yeah, if a dude did this, no, nope. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is no, yeah, big old nope, right? No, I, I've, you know, Mrs. Noah has got my wrath on that. She pees loud. Oh, it's like she's pushing. Are you pushing or what? <laughs> but you do pee different after a <laughs> yeah, head has sat loud. on that bladder. Yes. I mean, no. hell, babies can do the baby some shit pusher. to your insides. Mm-hmm. Um, 
placentas? Somebody asked about placentas online. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tevin, them? should we go to online questions? Should I mean, are you are you running this? I'm sorry. Should I no, not no, be it's doing okay. that? Yeah, really. Remember, my okay. job is to micromanage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, I want to do a shout out. I think it's appropriate for this podcast, especially if we put it out quickly. Um, there was just a baby delivered. Um, Derek, the manager oh, of oh, Acting Comedy yeah, Club. And I saw her a week ago, they and she just, said she was due in a week. Yeah, just posted their baby. Um, Amarina, will you say this? You can speak better than me. I have, like, white trash tongue. Um, where are we looking? White Welcome. trash Amarina. Amarina. Blair. Like that's a pretty name. I like it. I can't even say it. Like <laughs> oh, that's a fun thing. Like, when people name their babies things that I'm like, don't react, don't react, because that's a terrible name. Mm-hmm. Uh, there hasn't. There was one. There was one. Cli- I couldn't. I honestly can't give away any terrible, terrible. I, there's not been anything where I'm like, oh, that baby's fucked. But once a client was like, we're not telling anybody, and they built it up every time I saw them. They're like, we're so excited. We haven't told anybody. We're so excited. And then they named the baby, and I swear to fucking god, the baby's born. And I love that moment of like, who is it? And they're like, this is Michael. <laughs> I'm like. Really? <laughs> you Michael? Dorks? Right. Okay. The C was a scent sign. It was so damn funny. I was like, oh, oh okay. We had, so we named my son Doc, and cute. it would be amazing. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you think that. It is cute. Like, I'm thinking <laughs> of, like, Doc cute. Brown from. Doc Henry <laughs> Noah. But, it's um, cute. He, Doc no, I know it is. It's future. cute as hell. But. How many people would betray their thoughts with their face when you'd say, oh. and, and it's funny now that he's here, people never like say anything. I think it just somehow fits when they're yeah. there. I yeah. mean, but holy shit, when she's pregnant and you tell some like six year old white lady, it's like, my you just see their face fold. <laughs> my up. sister named her their babe two, two years ago, Seamus. And my oh, grandmother was like, all right, I, you know, never, my dad was the one complaining about it, so she was going to go along with him. And so I, she was saying that my, my grandma was living with my parents, and I, I heard, you know, I called over there, I hear Megan had the baby, and we all knew it was going to, it was Seamus. I knew, I knew that, and she's like, yeah, I hope they don't name it Seamus. No, oh, <laughs> She won't, she's pregnant again, will not tell anybody. You shouldn't any tell anybody. Because that is like, my everybody patented advice. She's like, do right. not tell anyone your names. Uh, I told everybody our name after we had our third because we didn't think we were having a fourth, and my sister stole it and named her baby that name. <sighs> Three weeks before I had my fourth. What? <laughs> And oh yeah, actually, let's do the viewer questions here because we should wrap it up. Yeah, we've had her here a long time. So we've got uh, Joey that asks if anybody asks to keep the placenta all the time. I actually um, I don't encapsulate if you're wondering, um, but uh, there are people who placenta encapsulators who will take it, dry it, put it into pills, and you consume it. And so I am the placenta mm. runner. Often at times there's a placenta in my fridge. Because if I leave your birth and you're getting there encapsulated, I'm in, like I, consume, I consume two of mine. I got two in my freezer right now. What does it do for you? So the, the theory is that it, and I, and I have to say theory, like everything, do we know that things work? There's some Be- things we know. There are some things that we know, but there are also some things that we can't always explain, but we look at it and it's like, all right. So almost every other mammal consumes their placenta when they're done. And a lot of arguments are made, well, that's so predators don't follow them and we don't have predators. Yeah. At the same time, there's a lot of hormones and iron and things within your placenta that if we get that back in your body, it's going to be helpful. And the big thing is the hormones that, that help regulate everything. Because after you have a baby, you expel this organ, which is amazing, by the way, that we grow an organ and then just get rid of it. But your hormones do this crazy up and down roller coaster. And the idea being the three main things are energy and hormone regulation and milk production. And we know that those are things I can tell you not even anecdotally I've seen happen. 
And so it is not unusual for people to consume their placenta. What if you got other people's capsules? Capsules? How do I know I didn't? Oh, so I may have just, eaten your yeah. placenta accidentally. I'm sorry. If I, I, I eat it right there. <laughs> is it only <laughs> the women that eat the placenta? You know, I have had dads ask, like, can I eat it and have energy? And, and I mean, honestly, in theory, you could eat somebody else, but it's also per baby. So, like, your first baby, you should eat that placenta. Like, you don't, it's it's very unique. It's don't very, mix them up. That actually reminds me up. a lot behind the theory behind dog juice. I'm not familiar I, with dog juice. It's a drink that I make in my garage. You crush dogs. <laughs> Never mind. Let's move a, on. And so, yeah. how long have people been eating placentas? Jay also asked about eating placentas. Um, like, so it's pill form. Could you, yeah, some, like, back in the day, did they just, just like put off, some Lowry's yes. on it? And no, if somebody was, if so, the other theory, and not, it's not even a theory, we know this, that if a woman is bleeding, if you cut off a part of the placenta and, like, stick it in her cheek, those hormones help her uterus to contract. Wow. So, a lot of traditional midwives will do that. You can make a smoothie. You can make it a pizza. Some people eat it whole. Placenta raw. pizza. If you really want, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. I ate my placenta. I was like, hey. And it was really weird because a lot of people asked me, like, are you just going to eat it like a steak? And I was like, I haven't had a steak in 20 years. I'm not starting now. But I did. I ate the pill. And I mean, anecdote, my own personal experience, uh, first or third baby is the first one that I encapsulated with. And, you know, a couple days in, I was like, I don't know if it's working. So I stopped taking them, stuck them in the fridge. Five months later, I woke up one day just feeling totally crazy, like off. I was off. And, I, and my husband said to me, here's a phrase I never thought I'd say. What about your placenta pills? Yeah. And I was like, all right, why not? And I went and I got them. And within three hours, I felt completely fine. That is my story. I took them yeah. for a couple of days. But I mean, like I literally and my husband will tell you, you were a different person. Now, in the- I mean, a lot of antidepressants are artificial hormones, so why can't we take Absolutely. our own? No, I, yeah. I actually am. It, yeah. Whatever. It was a cynical no, reaction no. to it, but I, I do uh, whatever. I, I have mine saved for menopause. They're in my deep freezer. Do you have any experience where, like, either the doctor says the wrong gender or, like, doctors freak out at birth or birth defects? I, that's a really good question because I'm really lucky that I have not, I have not witnessed a loss yet. Um, I have had clients who have had losses where, when I wasn't present, like subsequent babies. Um, I have not seen any major injuries. I have not seen any major birth defects. Um, and I say that lucky because it is just luck of the draw. It literally could happen at any time with the hundreds of women. I have seen, I've never seen anyone misgender a baby um, but but a lot of times the partners want to be the ones to call it out. And one of my favorites is it was dad's job to call out if it, the baby was a boy or a girl. And so the nurse held the baby up and was like, okay, dad, what is it? And he goes, I honestly don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it was a boy. But everything's really swollen when they're born. I mean, honestly, vulvas and penises look a lot alike at birth. They're just swollen and kind of so, crazy. Yeah. Not that different now. It's true. Innie or an outie, you know. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, other than Mrs. Noah's paragraph that she wrote, but I think we covered what most is it? Of what do you get here? Let me, let me look because this might help me. Like has the doctor ever changed, had to change. I'm assuming she means mid pregnancy because there's an excess amount of fluids that they're covered in or maybe even after. Oh yeah. So my husband calls that doula juice. And when I get home, he's like, are you covered in doula juice? And I'm like, eh. the second birth I went to ever or third, cause it wasn't the crazy one. Um, a woman, the OB had taken her hand out of my client covered in like cervical gel, which they use. And it mm-hmm. dripped on my shoe and left uh. a stain on my shoe for like four years. 
Um, I, I have not seen anything massive, but I will tell you one of the things that they have in hospitals, a lot of hospitals now, is a, a massive plastic face mask that they wear that's like a splash guard, but it makes them look like astronauts. And if you're like trying to make this calm environment and they walk in head to toe covered in shit, I mean. Yeah. I say the stormtroopers walk in and. Yeah, it's not, it's not exactly like bringing comfort. All right, I have to ask this part Please because do. I've I've made fun of my wife on this podcast and she's a queen. I was joking. She is a queen. And I'm serious. So just to be clear on that, but she has a real question because there's all this and we didn't even talk about it at all and I don't even want to get into it now because it's okay. too much, but we talked about how like a lot of women do the passive uh Kind of judging thing of like, oh, you know, are you like, are you going to do it natural? Oh, yeah. I did it all natural. We, we have to put people in categories, and I yeah. hate it. So she has a big thing about her pain. She very much wants to do the more granola, you know, all that kind of stuff. I use the word unmedicated instead of natural because why can't using an epidural be natural or a C-section or whatever it might be? Right. My point with it is that you never hear a kid go like 15, like, oh, I love my parents, but my mom did an epidural and fuck her. You know what? They might. Give them time. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. So her question was, in her opinion, you, what pain management does you see the best results with, fewest side effects for the women? Nitrous, hands down. Yes, we talked about nitrous. I love that really? we have nitrous now. Yes, we are the la- we last are the country. last ones to get all the good stuff when it comes to helping women. If you men needed nitrous, we would have had it 15 fucking years ago. Yeah. But women needed it, so let's take our time. And you it's guys amazing. Are tougher, so don't worry about it. That is true. Very yeah. true. It's amazing because it's something. It takes like it has like a 15 second half life or mm-hmm. something like you that. You just inhale it essentially, and then it's done. And, and what's hilarious because it's sort of new. Whenever they bring it out for the woman, they are very close to the partner and to the, anyone in the Stay room. Like, nobody it. else can take this. You can't touch her mask. Nothing. Because the idea, too, is that if she takes right too much... <laughs> if she takes too much and, like, passes out, that it'll fall off then. So you want that to happen. You can't pick it back up and hold it for her. Oh. But I think, but hands down, nitrous is... Um, a really amazing bridge for women to use because then if you do go on to get more medication, great. That at least bought you a little bit of time. But if you just decide that needed to get you past that hump and you don't take meds, that's fine too. I want to be really clear too that doulas are not there to judge and there is a doula out there for everybody. And if you want a medicated birth, if you have a planned cesarean, we can help you. Mm -hmm. There's always an option. And when I say that I'm not judging you, I really am not because this isn't about me. You said earlier. About you. I'm a judgy sense. person. No, I'm judging if you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but what medication you take and what... I think everybody's journey is so different. And I I don't even think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you had four kids. You know, I'm like, no, I had my four kids. My four experiences in my body, which is totally different than anybody else's. And one thing I've learned after watching so many people do this, pain is relative. And yeah. how one person deals with it and another. I've looked at women where I'm like, she should be writhing on the floor. And she has like a serene smile and kind of lets out like a little, uh. And then I've looked at women who are crying. And I know that we've got hours to go. It'd be hard not to, well, whatever. So, not like, really, like, I mean, like in a way where you're like, like Come up. on. Yeah. Do, do you, never mind. No, I, ask I was it. Gonna say, ask okay. it. Are there doulas who don't have children? Yes. Actually, a lot of them. My partner does not. And I think that gives them an interesting perspective, too. Yeah, bullshit perspective. Well, but I think she also, sorry, I keep touching the mic. I think she also comes into it really um, full of, like, awe and respect in a different way, where I'm probably a little salty about it and, like, over it. (laughs) I, I, uh, whatever. At the same time, when when a mom is in it, 
and she looks at me and she's like, this is really hard. And I can say, I know. I think that's really valuable. I think so, too. I mean, I, I would think. I have no opinion. <laughs> I, can, I, I don't know, know that you even have to have a baby when it's coming out of where it's coming out oh. of. I think anyone would be like, when someone says this is really hard, I'd be like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can imagine. It looks hard. That looks terrible. Yeah. But, you know, for some women, pushing is like, have you heard of orgasmic births? Oh. There's a whole documentary I've heard, about it. I know, I've heard. It's I've yeah. seen clips. Some women actually really enjoy and like have pleasure jizzes? with... No, there's no jizz involved. No, I thought the guy um, snows in his pants. Because then they're doing it wrong. Mm. Um, no, but some women really enjoy childbirth and really enjoy the pushing stage. And actually, masturbation is really an awesome way to get through labor and to help with... <laughs> Yeah, but it's got to be awkward if the guy's just in the corner (laughs) masturbating. Especially when your mom and dad are sitting in chairs (laughs) at the foot of your bed. Hang on, honey. You know what? That was the one where she asked for a little assist. No, no. But actually, another way to get, like, if labor stalls, nipple stimulation is how we can get labor going. And so I've had to look. I've had to look partners in the eye and be like, so one of the ways that you can do this is nipple stimulation. And I'm like, orally? Manually, do you want me to step out? Like, I can what? suck some titty uh, while I was going. <laughs> I, that is not part though? of my I mean, package. I'm 100 percent serious. That genuinely works. C-section, though. This is why we want you to breastfeed right after you deliver, because it helps your uterus to clamp down so you don't bleed out. So nipple stimulation causes uterine cramps. So what about confusion? Nipple confusion? No, no, no. I mean, that, that it'd be confusing too. to be playing with my wife's nipples while she's having a kid, like. Confusing to her, or you think like you everybody. thinking you were gonna get <laughs> some action my, and then kid? realizing no. Do you really think the baby's no? Are you one of those people? Weird... Do you not have sex when she's pregnant? Oh boy, did you fucking step in that? <laughs> I'm going there. So yes, I do my husbandly duty. Is I it try a duty? to. Yes, it's a duty. <laughs> oh, you get no pleasure out of it at all. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I truly. This is a slippery slope. It certainly is. Listen. I'm not going to take that euphemism. We're just going to leave it right there. Yeah. (laughs) It's a slippery hole. (laughs) At the end, there's a lot of of fluids. Yeah. No, listen. Holy shit. It is. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. But seriously, (laughs) because I have a good bit about it, and I don't want to spoil it here. But it is the most beautiful your wife is, Uh, you know. In the face. All right, that's the bit. Uh, but, that's part of the bit. But um, here, I went, for a minute, I was like, "Oh, he's human." No, 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 no it is no. <laughs> it is that that is true. Um, you really do have a respect for your wife on a level you've never had. It deepens your relationship and a whole nother thing. It's I have a prejudice against like young women who don't have kids who shit on someone for wear oh, like yeah. mom jean or whatever. It's like yeah, because you're not a fucking woman because mm-hmm. you've never done that. So. I, I'm there. I really am. Um, but uh, as I say in my bit, like I didn't have posters of pregnant women on my wall when I was 15. Mm-hmm. It's not my sexual ideal. But know? it is for some people. Yeah. Which that's a whole different. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're not that, doing that podcast. But exactly. No, it's and, and it's just, it's youth. For me, I'm very neurotic. So to think of the child in there. Yeah. And my wife asked me to talk to it. like During you know, During sex? sex? <laughs> you grow up. <laughs> so it's like she I like said, how we both high five. <laughs> right. But so it's like, he, you know, he like here I come. You. He can hear you <laughs> say it. But now he's hearing me going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's just, it's fucking weird to me. I don't, I don't like know. it. I don't like the yeah, idea. Yeah, except for that, I, speaking as a former pregnant woman, it, yeah. you can get super horny and you're like, oh. I've got this need and you are going to do this. She is off the charts. Oh, my God. She is off the charts. 
hormones. Yeah, there's a lot of hormones. She going says on. she's a 13 year old boy. Yes. And then she tried to describe it to me by saying, well, it's because I have so much like extra blood and fluids <laughs> down there. I was like, oh, <laughs> shut up. It's true, actually. It is. No, true. I know. And it's, I'm not shitting. My wife is a beautiful woman and a beautiful pregnant woman, even. Like, she, she's whatever. She's, she's a well. You're beauty, lucky because I looked like an oompa loompa, and I didn't yeah. care. I was like, listen, right. you got it in there. You're gonna help me cope with this. I want to go home, do it tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna it's, fucking man up, and I'm gonna go do this. You need to. I'm gonna. And I and I really, tr- <laughs> truth be told, there's like this weird and this in a very non-sexual way. There is a point at every labor where I look at the woman. And I'm like, this is the most gorgeous she'll ever be. Yes. Because it's such a very for primal, all of them or some of them. For all of them, really? there are also times where I'm like, oh, she's nasty. Some but, women are sweaters, yeah, in a way that is. But it's not even yeah. the sweater. I just, I just honestly mean that I, and this is why I'm clearly meant for this job. But I really believe that like that is our most primal. I'm not saying every woman has to have babies. But I think that when I watch that happen and I'm like, this is what our bodies were born for. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. It's really amazing. Oh, I loved, I loved how I looked when I was pregnant. I loved wearing clothes, a bikini. I was nothing about it was like, oh, I hate it. I couldn't have been more comfortable yeah. in my own skin while <laughs> I was pregnant. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I was going to say, were you comfy though? <laughs> no, but I really was. I mean, I didn't have like swelling or anything like that. And I, yeah, don't I th- did. Thanks a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't you think though, so, like this is a prejudice that I have now is that people who don't have kids or who are dismissive of it, like me, like I could never have kids. You just go like, okay, so this whole fucking process that has brought you here, whatever, like yeah. you've turned your back on that fucking thing. Like the main whole reason we're here mm-hmm. yeah but there's a lot know. of people i meet where i'm like please don't have kids oh of course <laughs> i would have been one of those people <laughs> i mean probably but but i think i think it's just it, it is it is fascinating to me that our bodies do that and to be able to witness it's definitely it and gross. bear witness it but i tell every client like it was an honor and i mean it that's yeah. not some bullshit unicorn thing i'm saying i really mean like being asked to be at someone's birth is a big fucking deal i've never gave a shit about people having kids i would never do a fucking birth announcement on a podcast before and then you have it and you realize what a big deal it, it is, is and it, is and it really deal. is so so thank you very much for You're doing very this welcome. and and thank you to my wife for carrying my children and making the sacrifice uh, <laughs> of your body for so i can pandering yeah, a little bit. I got to get some of it back. One. So yeah, but anyway, um, thank you very much You're very for welcome. for coming did on. Did we cover all the gross? I think we did, and I'm sure there's plenty yeah. more. But we had a lot of fun. <laughs> I, like I mean, we covered. I, so it was a short story. When I was in NDSU, wow, please. When, when, I, when I, I was at, on the pregnancy him. podcast, when, when I was at NDSU for my uh, bio class, my freshman year. Um, <laughs> the teacher decided we were going to play a video of a woman giving birth. But it was from, it was like on a VHS, and it was from like the 70s in a foreign country, and it was the most horrifying, hairiest, like I I was like, I'm never going to have kids, because this is, like it was front angle, you saw everything, and you see this, just the head poke out, and uh, man. Part of my job is to take photos at births a lot, and so, you know, we have digital cameras now, so I'm like, I'm just going to take everything and can delete, but I always tell the the partner, like, you look through these and wait until she's ready, because she might not want to see, oh, shit, I'm crowning. It might be a little, yeah. And you're lucky you're not my kid, because my kid's in health class, they're in middle school right now, my older two, and they're like, Mom, they're going to make us watch a birth video, you have to sign a form saying we don't have to, and I was like, listen, here's your choice, 
you watch that video or I come in and teach your class about childbirth. Like, well, watch or the you video. Can watch my home videos. <laughs> That's right. Have- my dad brought a video camera in the room for my little sister or whatever, and that was yeah. a big thing. My mom hated, but I have some uh, video. Well, my son was in the room when my. My oldest was in the room when my youngest got stuck. He was only eight oh, at the time. Traumatic and didn't for know. Him. He had no idea. Yeah. He and everyone in that room that wasn't a birth worker, no one knew anything went wrong. It was the first birth my sister in law saw, and she's like, "I just thought that's how all, all births went." And I was like, "Sweet no, mother of God!" Deeply traumatic. <laughs> no fucking shit shows. No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> but it's kind of interesting to think of it that way. Like yeah. most people don't really know what a birth looks like, and there isn't right. one way that it should look. So that was really interesting to they me. They should all look sort of similar, though. Yeah, there's a basic there's a basic way <laughs> it should sort of go. You come out like a water right. slide a feet first yeah. with your arms up. <laughs> Woo! I have seen that. I want one like that. Yeah? Oh, my God. Well, I think of every story you hear of somebody giving birth on the side of the road, baby's fine, mom's fine. Every single one. Mm-hmm. So everybody's scared of that. Everybody has this fear of like, what if I deliver in the hallway? And yeah. like, then it'll be fine. Then pick it up. <laughs> we'll clean you off. We'll get mm. you in. the gravel off. Fun fact, the hospital will still charge you. Like, if you give birth at home accidentally or, like, in the car and then you get to the hospital, they'll still charge you for a oh, lot of stuff. bullshit. Yeah. And you do you it gotta, at home, just stay there. Yeah. And then you got to pay Carpet King or whatever to come in there. <laughs> rug doctor. <laughs> rug doctor. <laughs> what? Uh, rug doctor costs 60 bucks. Um, you could pay him in placenta pills, oh. though. Do you want to shout out to women who might be interested in what you do? Is there something... Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm very much behind the times and don't have a website. Yes. Because who needs one? And um, can, but here's I, what I will. Pod, yeah, through you. But want. so the Childbirth Collective is an amazing organization that is um, around the Twin Cities, and you can find doulas and other birth workers because I think people don't know that there are people who specifically will help you with acupuncture, or massage, or therapy. I, my passion is the postpartum time, which we didn't even really chat about, and which the, is yeah. fine. But that's what I love to do. I love working with families postpartum and helping them figure out what normal is. Most of the time with birth and postpartum, people just want to know it's normal. That's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And so helping people figure it out. I mean, I do overnights, which I love. I sit up with a baby while they sleep, mm. which if I had known I could have paid someone to get good sleep, I would have done yeah. that. Um, and I love that. I was there last night. I, lo- I love, I mean, it's it's expensive, but I really love doing that and normalizing it. 35 an hour. Oh, that's not so bad. I mean, really, that's not bad at all. It really isn't. Well, you can find people for 20. You can find people for 40. fucking losers. No, No, that that really is. That's totally. I won't even drop it. It's pretty. (laughs) I don't make that promise. That's why I I don't have a website. Because I'd have to make claims like that. (laughs) But no, they can. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. Is there a hospital you want to shout out? Uh, you know what? If you're going to give birth, I am a huge fan of the midwives at Methodist because they will treat you very well. They are very kind, and I think they know their shit. I also think a lot of people go to Abbott, and Abbott is great as well. Abbott has a wonderful birth center, but they call it the mother-baby center to like detract from the fact that it's just a regular OB unit, which I think oh, is really funny. I was. No, but they should check out... Um, there are a lot of awesome things to help you postpartum if you are having a hard time. We also live in an area where you can get a lot of therapists and a lot of um, support from people who know what you're going through. And I think, again, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about the fact that sometimes parenting sucks and being a mom is the hardest job out there. So um, I think that if you can find people, I'm totally comfortable saying my name because I didn't say anything that is going to link yeah, to anybody. I don't think so either. So if they want to contact me, I talk to people all the time about it. And um, I have a, we're in the middle, we have a nonprofit 
called The Midriff Movement. That is, um, we're making a documentary about postpartum body image because I feel really strongly about that. And I know we joked about it and, you know, the whole calling people fat. But the truth is your body changes and some women look the same but feel totally different. And that's okay too. It's not about shaming. I'm not here to say you should look any certain way. I'm here to say look however the fuck you want to look and, and be happy. You made people. I don't like laying on my stomach anymore. Oh, it feels weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some weird there's some weird shit that happens when you have babies that nobody talks about. It's true. Why? That it doesn't feel comfortable. Because you're worried like is no, it it's a psychological? Just, it doesn't it's oh. not it's like physically not something weird. I don't know. Just different. I yeah. can't. I feel like I got really lucky, so I, I was pregnant or breastfeeding for twelve straight years. Often both at the same time. So just wrap your head around that. Mm-hmm. And so I've just gotten my body back a few years ago, and I'm pretty happy about, like, nobody's dependent upon my body sure. right now. <laughs> but the whole idea that, like, your boobs will hit the floor when you're done and all that stuff, that is a falsehood. I mean, for some women that happens, but for mm-hmm. a lot of women it doesn't. And I think don't let your body changing stop you from having babies. No. All right. So, Colleen, if you want to see Colleen at a show, uh, I, I would suggest I'm a big fan of the comedian Chris Maddock is going to be at Hook and Ladder in Minneapolis this Friday, January 19th. Yep. Two shows. Do you know what time? Yeah. Let's say 7 and 9.30 <laughs> and then you figure it out. But really, Chris Maddock, I can't recommend enough in the very hilarious and, uh, boy, I'd say she's a seven and a half. Colleen uh, Justice will also be performing. I'm not going to sexualize A solid her. eight. Mm. I don't know, I'm a hard it's eight. Hard eight, nice. Soft eight, and it's okay. All right. Forty-four for your age. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta adjust. No, she's a ten like for now. Grading no. on a curve. No, really. Uh, and Colleen is is truly one of my favorite comics in town too. So go see Colleen and Chris. They are brilliant, and it's for Chris's um, album recording. So go see that. We'll have links to it and all that stuff. And Tevin. I have nothing exciting going on. You can't see me anywhere. Um, I'll be painting. We'll be painting our new studio. Thanks for all the new listeners. We've really added a ton, and God damn it, thank you. And we have a new studio coming, and uh, all kinds of great episodes. We're really excited. So thank you very much. Go get a doula. Go get a doula. (laughs) Good night. All right, that was our episode with Angie the doula. Um. I, you know, I got to say, I was very cynical to the doula concept before this, and she made a lot of good points. She verified a lot of the hippy-dippy shit that I like making fun of, but um, honestly, really enjoyed this one, really liked talking to her, and I'm, I'm legitimately going to talk to her to uh, try to get my wife off my back during that process. If you'd like to find her, contact our show. We'll try to put up links in it and, and everything we can to get you to Angie. But you can check out some of the projects she's working on at midriftmovement.com, M-I-D-D-R-I-F-T movement.com. And once again, go see Chris Maddox album taping recording for stand-up records this Friday, January 19th at Hook and Ladder in Minneapolis. Two shows. I will be there helping you find your seat and holding your trash until the show is over. Thank you very much. You're the best. Good night.